listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You love to hear the story again and again about these young brothers from the city you win, like juice and gin in the city we blend amongst the hustle, titties and skin, fifties and rams. Y'all know the spree wells and trucks that's detailed, heartless females that want to ride in them. Felt the south side venom and raw highs and denim. Pimp minds collide with them, a system that tries victims. We living in. My man got the fast lane pivoting. On the block, white is selling like Eminem. On the block, it jump off like Kim and them. On the block, it's hot, you can feel it in your skin and then shorties get the game with no instructions to assemble in. Eyes bright, you can, you can see the fighters dimming them. Call my man Cuzzo, cause I'm kidding him. He trying to stay straight. The streets is bending them. I walked in the crib. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on what appears to be a Saturday. Yes, it is. Um, Saturday morning, feedback time. You guys know what that means. Yep, time yep. for us to talk about all the things that you guys uh sent us over the um break we had here had a little I bit know. of a break y'all missed us we was getting all kinds of shit yeah we went to seattle um and uh a lot of people know about that if we uh-huh. have time we might cover that on today's show um but yeah we went to seattle since the last time we've been on the air um we've been to um you know like been podcasting karen was on um chris's podcast and sandy check podcast on mtr network yes, sir uh i reviewed scissors album with our friend uh nick jew over at what's the tea um we reviewed star wars yeah we've still done some premium stuff for for those who pay you know we had our star wars uh review uh last uh, last yesterday i did uh balls deep and pre-game um for premium people and also did a review of molly's game um we're getting our screeners this time of year so you guys know we're reviewing some of those artsy movies yeah i know i know we got some more uh reviews that we got to do and we're gonna be pumping them out pretty soon yep so we're working 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 but you know also took the time to take a break um at any rate uh this uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and uh if we like them we'll read them on the show on the air live when we do our feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh without further ado let's get into this podcast okay so we had some people that come through and hook us up with some money yes uh, we call these people donors okay they donate to the show yes they do they don't get anything for it okay they don't this is not premium it's not the same as any of that it's just people that look out for us and give a couple dollars every month yeah y'all keep the lights on y'all keep the walls painted in the sanctuary you know we thank you and what we like to do is give them a shout out and uh, I'm gonna give them a shout out right now I dedicate this song to reception Depression and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. That's right, it's a new day. Time to give some shout outs. Shout out to Manuel, uh, I mean to Marcus E. Marcus E, recurring donator, thank you. Hey, baby. Cedric W, thank you very much, said. Mm-hmm. Preston F, thank you so much. That's a new name. No, I'm sorry, people. Melanike I. We had a one-time donation from uh, Yvette. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Yvette, for the one-time donation. Mm-hmm. 
we got another one-time donation from simone e who put as her message love y'all thank you love you too thank you kibi r hit us with the recurrent thank you so much kibi noel w thank you mm-hmm. b cole recurrent thank you linwood c thank you very much linwood yes Derek lw thank you so much mm-hmm. harold w no relation okay sabrina <laughs> j thank you sabrina hey sabrina falcons diva hooked us up hey baby uh let's see who else we got here uh jason f thank you very much da- jason hey jason uh demetria thank you so much mm-hmm. uh sabrina j again okay thank you sabrina coming thank up all the, off all the pockets Hala Q H, thank you. Yes. Aisha Y. Uh, Bambi H. Mm-hmm. Cynthia D. Hey, Cynthia. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I, I am for real. Kyle K. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Joy M. Thank you so much. Hey, Joy. Autumn W. My brother, Rodney. Thank hey, you, Rodney. Rodney. Uh, Celeste M. Thank you, Celeste. Mm-hmm. Design T. Thank you thank you alfonso m shirley wong esquire please say the esquire you better she got all them letters ashia b thank you very much kelly c thank you uh quinones i hope it's right quinones d thank you hey baby jane m Mm -hmm. lisa d tiffany b billy m that's not an old man's name our girl ray sonny right on the president show i know chance h Mm-hmm. Regina G. I think that is new. I don't remember that name. I need Tanya S. Thank you. Thank you. Dana W. Yes. Our man Wonga, all the way from Australia, down under. I know, right? What you up to, mate? Some Samuel H. Thank you. Yes. Felicity F. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Alexis H. June from Harlem. Shout out to hey, Harlem. June. Cameron Mace, please stop beefing. We like both of y'all. What I, are you doing? Come on. And that's everybody. Play me out, Kurt. let's get into all the people that left us five star reviews guys there's a lot of you uh it's been a couple weeks um and remember as always we don't read anything less than five stars Mm-mm. and we don't read anything that's not positive and we sure don't them the rules still required subscribing by ole dube olu dube wait olu bode okay there you go sorry um uh five stars still the best twosome delivering news that i can use on a daily basis i'm very thankful that they exist in this needed podcast space thank you oh thank you baby we got this one from neptune vegas you have to love rod the most trife and queen karen five stars i heard you two doing a guest appearance on another podcast i had to check out the blackout tips for myself i was instantly hooked i love the long episodes because they helped me get through my long runs during my marathon training i even saved up some of the walking dead recast to listen to during the uh marathon to keep me entertained for 26.2 miles tvgwt is a great way to get an unapologetic black perspective on today's top news stories with a little sword ratchet is thrown in on the side keep up the good work we will we will thank you 
tippet 88 says five stars love this show it gets me through my day while helping me uh, enjoy being a white woman of color even more love you guys five hearts as well oh thank you two twisted tv says pun-tastic podcast five stars Fantastic. This is a great podcast that gets me through many a boring work day. Come for Rise puns, stay for Karen's attempted puns. <laughs> right, because I'm not good at them. I don't know the rules. The terrible news of the world today is a little bit more tolerable when these two awesome people are delivering it in that funny, sarcastic way. Listen now, smiley face. Thank you. Mighty Flores says, necessary listening, five stars. Started listening to them because they were featured guests at PodCon. Oh! oh shout out to you, baby! Come through PodCon! I know! welcome baby we hope you stay and even with all the shows i added before even during PodCon, they are now my number one listen oh thank you i don't even watch the shows they do recaps for and i still listen to half of the episodes anyhow smart insightful necessary listening oh thank you mighty floors you ain't the only one a lot of people call it story time they be like i don't know what's going on i'm listening or they got co-workers or family and friends that watch it so now when they say certain names they they are in actually in the loop so they can use our recap to actually be in the loop so they you know can feel a part of the gang without actually taking the time to watch right um we do it so some of y'all don't got to yep all right um let's see who else we got here um steve underscore hu 2006 says tvgwt five stars i've been listening for about two years i've tried to stop but you just keep pulling me back <laughs> pretty much a baseline for anything else i listen to the game of thrones and walking dead recaps are the best in the industry trust me i've vetted several and the content is already on point never been more interested in someone else's lunch experiences than with rod and karen sidebar (laughs) siri tried to make y'all's name todd and kareem (laughs) hashtag apple ain't woke hashtag siri stay sleep well you know what if it was todd with one d and kareem i feel like that's still pretty woke it assumed we was pretty black correct Todd and Kareem would be a totally different show yeah it would be <laughs> I'd become sports or something Rod and Karen for President 5 Stars by Aphrodite Brown who says I'm a long time listener but this is my first review of the Blackout Tips I love this show Rod and Karen give me a much needed escape from my daily grind and have people not wanting uh, not wanting to sit next to me on the train during my commute because of uncontrolled laughter when you add in things like they're walking dead recaps you have a show that hits on all levels and it can't miss if you aren't singing along to the segment theme music or don't find yourself at least once daily asking if you're in your caring voice what's happening here uh i assume you hate kittens and rainbows scott this podcast listen to this podcast get your life people all right so we having some robot voice all right let me refresh the chat room we'll be right back i don't want to lose anything uh you guys showed up on a saturday afternoon you guys deserve good audio quality. I know y'all don't need us robotting it, and that don't affect people listening to a recording. It just affect the people in the chat room, right? So they uh they gonna get the good show they deserve. Yeah, they is. They showed up live. All right, should be back on. Uh, great podcast, five stars by Trandin, who says Rod and Karen are awesome. Love them and their insight. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, to this uh now we don't normally read the five star reviews on stitcher too but stitcher's down today they get on maintenance okay um but we did get some reviews from um we got one from canada i believe always worth the listen by cam and jay from canada um what i like most about this show is the segments and the way they discuss relevant topics that should be discussed openly 
thank you you know we tried to thank you uh and i think that's the only one from canada all right yeah that's it all right cool so that's our five star reviews uh karen thank tell them you. how to leave how they can leave a five star reviews and get a five star review and get theirs read on the um show you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher radio to leave us a review on itunes go to your any ios device uh go to your itunes and type in the black guy who tips up in the top left hand corner you see five stars uh touch the five stars and leave us a review just know that itunes do not accept cuss words uh so that includes uh nigger um and any other things that steve jobs finds offensive so you know you stars and we can kind of get around that uh itunes does not let you know that it don't post your reviews and we don't know that it didn't post your reviews so we just telling people one way to do that because i left a review and y'all never read it and that's why because uh, itunes had uh censors censors it and um if you don't have an ios uh device you can actually make an itunes account and leave us a five-star review uh that way it's not hard and if you and if you're having problems with that you can actually youtube that that's how some people left us a five-star review they actually youtube how to leave us a five-star review through itunes and it'll walk you uh through the steps uh for that and not only leave us i uh five-star reviews leave any of your favorite other podcast five-star reviews too because these are the things that help them get up the rankings help people recognize them help them get sponsors um and show love because a lot of times when people love something they are less likely to tell somebody that they love them but people that hate shit oh they show up in full force to let you know they hate shit so uh we thank you for all the five star views that people have left all the five star views for people that are leaving and somebody at podcon was like look i, I left y'all a five star view for i showed up because i didn't want to hug rod and karen and know that uh, i didn't leave a five star review so baby i thank you i thank you uh for doing that because five star reviews mean the world to us and for those of you that want to leave us a five star review on stitcher radio you can actually uh, the best way to do it is actually uh, uh type in to google uh the black guy who tips stitcher reviews and click on it and the same thing up in the top left hand corner you'll see leave five star reviews and you can leave us a review that way on your ios devices it actually allows you to leave a review straight on that page but we don't see those though for some reason i don't know why those reviews don't go to our actually five star review page so if you actually want to leave us a review on our five star review page that we could actually read on the show that's how you do it and also if you left a review on stitcher radio and you're like well i left y'all a review and i didn't see please check your junk email because stitcher actually needs an email confirmation before it allows it to post so if you left one in the past and you were like well i left one and i didn't see it please check your junk bill and confirm your email and then it will post thank you these have been your announcements mm-hmm. um all right let's go back the last feedback show we did was december the 2nd 14 days ago uh it's called karen our fave because sometimes people write up here and they're like sorry rod but karen's my favorite i'm like i that's fine (laughs) (laughs) like what would i why why would you apologize for that uh brooklyn shoebay says karen is my fave she's younger than me but she's like a southern auntie in my head oh thank you baby eve says i was wondering if melissa uh could check in from time to time to let us know that she's okay melissa is the woman who emailed us about her abusive ex and leaving him and all the things that entails 
going with that uh she's a young lady wrote in about filing a restraining order on her ex he sounds dangerous and i hope everything works out for her Me us too, too. Mm-hmm. yeah melissa if you want to write back in feel free mm-hmm. you know but uh and you don't have to give us all the details and stuff Mm-mm. but if uh you just want to let people know you're okay right from time to time, that's absolutely fine i hope you are doing okay me too baby can you dance well was the poll yes no and i don't dance 36 and a half percent of our audience says yes they can dance well 46 says no they cannot dance well and uh 17 percent says they don't even dance yep and you know that's what they said goody mob said people don't dance no more all they do is this all they do is this that's your group ain't it the non-dancing group i don't dance <laughs> yeah but i said that's roger's group the non roger never dance not when out not when people are around <laughs> right because if it's me and him it's a different story yeah sometimes i dance when you're not here like i have entire routines what but that's that's for me i mean letting me in on this white woman life i mean you just be dancing like nobody cares you don't want to dance to uh the songs i play anyway you don't want to get down to shake it off <laughs> i like that song mm, yeah. they was problematic at times i do like that song 1573 how to fix arby's was the episode um which i did think that was a great idea and i hope they do it i think every time i pull up to arby's now i just wish ving rains was talking to me come on uh eve says what is going on with all the arby slander they and th- by the way let me tell y'all when the jig is all the way up in the air okay like everybody look in, uh, directly up into the sun because that's what the jig is with this with this comment <laughs> what is going on with all this arby slander as if she don't know they have several delicious menu items she didn't even tell us what it was you know when people go i love mcdonald's i like the big mac i like the you know the 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 chicken tenders you know you normally give us a list right you be like on that item random items several delicious menu items <laughs> what dr Who pepper you trying to convince straws what they got napkins but i guess i should have expected that from someone who disrespects the Kit Kat bar in my best unella deceptive voice shame <laughs> yeah ain't no shame in my game you know you don't like no damn arby's because you couldn't name one one sandwich (laughs) didn't even write up and say oh they have a delicious beef and cheddar melt no you read several delicious items (laughs) imagine that on a yelp review right what did you eat several delicious items on the menu of various of various imports i mean can you derive them it was array of things what yes they (laughs) it was it was a variable smorgasbord (laughs) yes choice it was the variety was just amazing amazing variety beautiful gowns yes beautiful gowns didn't name not one sandwich Mm -mm. the fact that you don't know it's a fast food place if you don't what karen what do you like about burger king the whopper the whopper right the only thing i about eat what you like about popeyes the chicken right spicy everybody know that uh what you like about wendy's Ooh, the uh double cheeseburger the double cheeseburger and the chicken okay. the, the, the spicy chicken sandwich me too spicy spicy with pickles number six i know the number that's how good it is okay you niggas talking about right generally they have several delicious things that are of quality <laughs> hell out of my face evie don't write up here with no, no devil's foolishness and lies okay <laughs> at least name something come we on are, dog. we are a podcast of the truth okay right up here where you know a, a, a menu item to be able to I name didn't even take I the time know to, the, at least i know the potato cakes didn't even take a time to google a menu item 
that's sad that is sad here is a picture of an arrangement of items because you knew we would have tried them already and be like no the arby's milk ain't good what are you talking about you ain't fooling nobody anyway the poll was should they take sex off of the census form um yes no or just add some more boxes because you know the whole thing with the uk was like it's just too much oh they're like it's too much work <laughs> you mean it was like fuck it just just no no more controversy take it off it's things beyond boy and girl i just Ooh. i do declare my mind just exploded we don't more worry about that right so they just went like maybe we should just take everything off and um you know that that's one way to handle it but you know i was like why not just add more boxes or even let people write in certain things if you just don't understand i mean i don't right i mean if anything you get a real figure yeah and it's probably more work for the um census anyway they probably could use the extra work anyway um the poll results seven percent said yes just uh take sex off of it completely it doesn't really matter anyway no uh 11.6 percent says you know leave it on and 81 percent was just like add some more boxes which i think is where i'm at that's all you gotta do i mean you mean tell me you can't hit the edit button and add uh, two more checks yeah that check just boxes seem like have it, a many more check boxes seem like it would be easy now you know but. i mean if you really want to be lazy just do male female and write in like if you really just want to be lazy but like, I mean, just imagine if race said race white or non-white like we'd be like man if you don't add some more fucking boxes <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you know you know non-white is like a really big circle of right. people of different backgrounds and ethnicities right just add some more right um but um anyway uh and now it's people in the chat making up sandwiches at arby's <laughs> and none of us can verify because none of us eat arby's we don't know ah <laughs> <laughs> even he even he is in the chat they have good chicken sandwiches oh, okay okay <laughs> the chicken sandwiches you don't know the name of. i okay. mean i mean if it is it buffalo is it right. regular is it spicy is it the chopped chicken what is it i mean i mean you said that uh they got the meat shows that uh they don't even know their menu when you look at it but like we got meats what kind of meats bitch? this uh, is how hansel and gretel got killed right i have delicious treats oh that's all i need to hear it's treats ginger well, i mean it could be gingerbread right. it could be bubble gum i mm-hmm. mean peppermints a lot of shit is treats candies and all kinds of confections <laughs> Uh, anonymous says on episode 1574 so you're engaged to a racist um we read this advice column where this woman asked for advice because she was engaged to a racist person it was like nigga you must be racist how you gonna make that work what what What? oh man anyway anonymous says first you just want to just want to make something clear masseuse is like calling a black person colored or negro you can call us an mt uh massage therapist lmt cmt or therapist never masseuse first of all cmt in that country music television <laughs> i don't <laughs> i like i like never masseuse and caps too like um okay so this is listen i don't want to be insensitive i don't want to be insensitive but and i'm gonna try to use the right words okay i'm gonna try but but for real this the hill you going down it never masseuse is as offensive as colored or negro ah! is that is that what it is okay because that's what most people know the genre as like if you ask most people that's what they're gonna say 
okay they might you know yeah, some people say massage therapist some people say masseuse some people you know i'm gonna just give you the larry david okay on that one dog uh, that, that that's a fight baby because okay if you, that's what you say never heard that they, before they, I, they I, taking I the word back right i appreciate that you it's, go head on baby can only y'all refer to y'all as masseuse i know what? right nobody else can say it when we not around when customers not around y'all like what's up my masseuse <laughs> oh i'm just chilling my masseuse you know how we do baby just over here massaging you know what i'm saying massaging and shit you know how it is oh uh, you know what it is play a real some oil on the backhand side you know <laughs> But I just, I, if you say good so. Good luck with that, baby. Good. Hey. I will try my best to remember, but, but I ain't making no promises, baby. Right. Like, and then these, and then MT, LMT, CMT, I feel like they already, these initials uh, are Medical taken. terms. These initials are already taken for stuff. Uh, but I will start calling y'all massage therapists from now on. Did y'all all go to therapy school? Do y'all have degrees in massage therapy? I'm asking because I don't know, and I come from a near place. I'm not doubting you. I just want to know. Uh, <laughs> I know there's some form of a schooling. I don't. I like. I know they. I don't. I just had a. I just had to. Uh, maybe someone can make a sketch or something. But I just had the funniest idea of someone introducing themselves as a therapist to like people that went to like PhDs in in school and got therapy, and then them being like, uh, "So what kind of therapy do you do?" And it's like, "Oh, massage therapy," and them being like, "Man, get the fuck out my out of my table." Oh, this is for therapists real therapists i bet it's therapists beef within that system you know it wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they both do therapy it's like it's like when you find out umar is a doctor it's like oh he a doctor i don't know about mm-hmm. all doctors not equal you know <laughs> no not not a his sisters no anyway i will call y'all massage therapists from now on i'm sorry i will try for to, my ignorance i will try my best to remember baby massage envy massage heights and massage green and other alike are spas retreats and not a massage parlor well then they got it in their name yeah that's false advertisement then yeah you can't look we can't possibly know to keep up with all the inner workings of the beefs in the massage world Mm-mm. you tell me it's massage envy i'm like oh they do massages in there that's all i know you know i don't know if they therapists or or not uh people aren't educated about many things but as an mt we hear and experience sexual comments and words like these are offensive and demeaning licensed ma- massage therapists go wait offensive and demeaning are you serious masseuse is offensive and demeaning how have i never heard of this brand new to me this is amazing this is amazing uh, thank you i had no idea about this knowledge Mm-mm. um they are offensive and demeaning licensed massage therapists go to school and have student debt not to give blow jobs and hand jobs and definitely not to rape people but this is why most places choose not to hire male therapists but rod is right when people are involved in mass numbers the probability of fucked upness goes up i hate that my career passion is being disrespected because of shitty people in a dirty company yeah i don't know what to tell you about that one man I, 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 that sucks um and i'm sure you do deal with a lot of stereotypes and shit because like there's entire like genres of porn designed mm-hmm. around just the the idea of the fantasy of the the massage you know of, of violating a person or you know turning them on so much that they end up having sex and shit so i you know and i guarantee men walk in there expecting women to do shit i guarantee that um there are male therapy uh massage therapists that walk in there and you know do well we know they do some fucked up shit the thing that bothers me more is that a company would have policies in place to protect those abusers right other because i don't i don't think it's 
fair to think that there would be a zero percentage of um you know whatever of just no one's ever gonna fuck up like or or do something purposely and abuse people someone's always gonna do it but if your industry or your or a company a major company the biggest company in the industry goes yeah we're gonna turn the other way then yeah that's pretty much condoning it Mm -hmm. Uh, but i will try not to call you a a masseuse i did not know that was even uh, the m word i did not know that that was even the thing so you sounded very upset uh anonymous says racist guys love black girls my dms be be white dicks and they pages be racist as fuck uh oh yeah i don't know if anonymous read listen to the episode i think they read the title was like hmm ah yes i almost i have many racist dudes tried to engage me i i I believe you because a lot of the places where uh people quote unquote believe that racism is the highest racism is all across america but you know a lot of places where they quote unquote pass rules quicker than anybody else uh Pornhub be like hey y'all like ebony y'all like black women you mm-hmm. know y'all y'all actually like the people that you're trying to oppress yeah we'll put out this you like to fuck them right right um it's that forbidden fetish and shit that i think a lot of people have where it's like i'm not supposed to like this but then uh still once they get out in the streets and they talk policy and they talk opinions and stuff they get right back to racism and shit come on anyway but that wasn't what that uh, that that column was about but we thank you for the, we thank you for letting us know that uh the, the the what we think is real uh eve writes in i once dated a guy who took me to meet his father on the front lawn was a conf- giant confederate flag although my ex claimed his dad was just a civil war buff Mm-mm. Why come I, pe- how come people always say that oh, i'm just a buff of the civil war that's why i got confederate flags i just you know i just it's about heritage it's not mm-hmm. about hate well how come that side it's two whole sides what about the good side you know what i mean it's like being like i'm a star wars fan what what you keep in your house uh you know just like uh (laughs) the empire uh armor um you know darth vader kylo ren you know (laughs) you know know, palpatine and shit you know like you know the star wars like nah that's the bad side man what you talk you so you you fuck with the sith only (laughs) like that's essentially just being like i fuck with the sith yeah i've never had the experience that but yeah we roll up in the confederate flag i'm not even getting out of the motherfucking car take me home immediately i don't give a fuck about what's happening up in that house i remember one time we were younger my brother and his friend they didn't have cars they couldn't drive yet and i just got a car a license and um and i you know i i was just a, a completely um not socially in that but like i didn't have a lot of friends i didn't do i didn't do shit to be cool i didn't you know i was dating karen so i wasn't like trying to get girls or anything like that but they begged me one day just beg like beg to beg to beg like can you take us see our girlfriends can you take us see our girlfriends i'm like no and they, they beg 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 and then finally i was like all right man i'll take y'all by there for a little bit um and so we go to this neighborhood not very far from ours and we're driving down and we you know we're getting kind of lost looking this is before cell phones mm-hmm. and stuff we're getting kind of lost looking for the place you know i'm looking around looking around and we go too far down the street that they live on and like there's two or three houses with confederate flags on the outside and everything yeah, and that neighborhood is known for that that's why i didn't fuck with that area and i was like wait is this a white neighborhood <laughs> like mm-hmm. first of all 
uh and i was like are these girls white what's going on with this but um but yeah he was they was like oh man just turn around and i was like see this this i was only like 16 or so but this one of the first time moments when i realized how much your dick is just not your friend because to me i'm like oh deal breaker i don't come to your neighborhood no i do not if you want to visit me you can come check me out if you want to talk to me come talk to me but i don't personally fuck with your neighborhood and the confederate flag waving like big like flags mm-hmm. bigger than the united states flags right poles. that's how you get they fuck around and find you out here in the woods hung by a tree no thank you yeah like the fucking uh the theme music to get out might as well start playing come on dog Shiki lisa right you fuck around and they won't be able to find you be buried in somebody's backyard right so i turned around and was about to leave and then they found the the house like right on my way out and so they stopped in for a little bit and stuff but i just still remember that experience being like yo this like i don't feel safe here this doesn't feel like a friendly place and i think a lot of people who fly that flag that's the message they want to send right you know too many people give folks the benefit of the doubt as if they're just confused they're not confused they would like for me as a black person to see that sign and think i should not tread here um anyway that's the whole purpose of it and that's the whole point so i don't want to hear no more motherfucking excuses i don't want to hear they're confused i don't want to hear they're lost i don't want to hear they're ignorant no that sign is to say no brown people and no niggers allowed that's what the fuck that sign means and unless you got a goddamn museum up i don't want to be there yeah i don't want to hear that you're a civil war buff it doesn't no. you know when i asked them about that when we got there um like because i think that was it was just a shady situation anyway i don't feel like talking about the rest uh but yeah so um so for the woman that woman to be dating dating an openly racist man she's also racist and she knows it she was just looking for validation from someone to tell her she's still a good person no lady you are trash and so is your trash ass man ain't no damn dick in the world that's good enough for me to tolerate that bullshit yeah i just don't know how i'm supposed to view you as a good person when you're considering a future with this man you're gonna what do you think your kids are gonna learn because people don't grow out of that kind of racism and especially if they go unchallenged like you think it's it reminds me i was uh reading like i said i've been reading this ta-nehisi coates uh book but he says something like how racism in america is a is a feature it's not a bug you know that's a um a, a coder um that's like a um analogy for like tech industry right like um a bug is something that you know that, that you don't mean to happen that you try to fix right like a virus yeah like say a bug or just a bug like okay. you know you play a video game and you're like oh this this glitch in this game is okay okay, do that. okay yes and they fix those things Correct. you get an update right all right but a feature is why you buy the game and a feature is something that's instrumental and uh essential to the experience right okay racism is a feature in america it's not a bug no so we treat but we treat it like a bug we treat it like oh we will fix this instance of racism and that will fix the problem no but the whole foundation is laid upon this idea from inception that one race was inferior and deserved to be enslaved and all this stuff and it's never worked its way out of our policies Mm-mm. out of our morality out of our daily lives and stuff and so we're constantly um surrounded by this shit and so i think when you hear people say stuff like i'm just a civil war buff or something i hear i am a person who doesn't mind at minimum i don't mind the racism of the side that lost the civil war and i don't find anything problematic about raising them up as heroes right that's a problem for me yes it is 
have you ever dated a racist was the poll yes no i've never dated and i'm dating one right now yes uh ten and a half percent of our audience has dated a racist yeah because sometimes people don't realize it till later on in the relationship like sometimes they don't always quote unquote show yeah i mean you i mean it's only one way to find out kind of when right? it happens right um, when you're confronted <laughs> and then you need to make a decision yeah most people don't lead with it <laughs> um i've never dated 14 and a half percent of my audience has never dated anyone hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well uh if that's something you do want to do uh you know hopefully it'll happen if not good for you you know good nothing wrong for, with that i'm trying to tell you sometimes being by yourself is the best gift in the world people don't want to consider that you don't have to consider nobody else but you 75 percent of our audience says no they've never dated a racist and zero percent of our audience says i'm dating one right now so good for y'all i'm glad nobody's dealing with that shit currently that Mm -mm. answered the poll that would suck Mm -hmm. uh uh, we had episode 1575 armpit vaginas the scourge and the menace that is so many women are just dealing with this constantly i was looking at karen the other day like look at those disgusting armpit vaginas well you're gonna see all the lips flapping mm-hmm. uh <laughs> we had comments d ramsey ph Dunn says that young man's letter to santa was priceless i am not telling you my name hashtag only doing this class assignment uh <laughs> lauren in pittsburgh says in the white people news is that beatboxer saying pumpkin spice because that's what i'm hearing uh yeah a lot of people did not like that uh billy jean remix that that white dude did they were not a fan i thought it was okay i thought it was okay uh classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen T- two things one that little boy's letter to santa was just too much and is exactly the type of thing a little kid would say two hearing you two talk about teen titans go so much when i recently came across a marathon leading up to the premiere of the 200th episode yes i decided to watch since it was my day off man why did i do that i have fallen in love and become obsessed with the show watching as many back episodes as i can rod karen i want you to know i blame you for this development in my life i think you mean thank us uh because there's no way in hell a damn near 50 year old woman with no children should be going around singing waffles 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 yes honey what i'm gonna tell you right now i keep up on all the kids stuff if it's on nickelodeon uh nick jr uh cartoon network uh i know all about uh it's a bunch of them uh and i just love and adore them and i don't have any children honey i'll be singing along with the kids and stuff like that and it also helps you uh, get a connection with children because just because you don't have no children don't mean you don't cross them so when you cross them you have something in common with children because a lot of times people think what is what is that what are you doing mm, i'm sorry excuse yes! me i'm just uh, enjoying these sour grapes you brought what you got there sour grapes you got a grip of sour grapes oh that sour grapes you brought them sour Sour grapes, sour grapes, you got some sour grapes. Oh, sour grapes, sour grapes, listen um where are you gonna find a cartoon that does a pitch perfect mockery of cameo in fucking 2017 dog come on i don't know where they get it from 
like the only thing better than this in my opinion for music is american dad everything else Ooh. pales in comparison to those two yeah american dad is good too american dad's uh sing, song 1990s r&b mockeries is among the, best. the greatest especially with steve he'll break listen. you'll be watching he'll break out and do a boy band video after blue and he's shirtless flinging his shirt and shit you're like what the hell happened when they got um when they got this because they replaced the actor who did steve's voice okay um and when they got um him and uh they started doing more songs for this actor yes and listen guys they have so many great parodies and videos uh one of my favorites is uh have you guys ever seen the boys 12 episode you know i have, um yeah. it's it's where they try to create uh a boy band like the pop band uh and that the secret is they need more and more members because mm-hmm. everybody had more more members so they started making uh, uh a band they made a band that had 12 fucking members mm-hmm. and it made absolutely no fucking sense Mm-mm. how many people was in the band but listen the song was kind of jamming though yes it was are you gonna yeah i'm trying to put it on screen i'm gonna try to put it on screen for you guys to hear it Um, is the absolute best let me know when it shows up i will but um but yeah oh because i didn't hit the share button that would help give me one second let me try this again um but yeah even like boys 12 was the one uh they had um they have another one that i love where steve does a trapped in the closet oh um, yes now it's the picture in picture oh it's picture in picture okay i mean yeah you got i guess you're sharing two screens okay let me see because you have one on it's not showing me or it is showing it's we're seeing two screens we're showing us again and then the video is behind it so i think you need to x out that one on top oh my screen is only showing one oh okay uh-oh <laughs> oh. all right let me let me re- let me let me close it oh, okay and see what happens what about now what's happening we just see us i see us. okay so i got rid of it so there's no picture at all no picture at all okay give me one second i'm gonna bring it back up that yeah. was weird because when you because when you're seeing it it was one like yeah. one frame but it was like a picture in the picture so one of them just need to be x down all right coming right back and we're gonna try this again sorry for this delay guys yeah. um but yeah i want y'all to see this there you go all right cool so this is uh boys 12 music video um and it's everything um let's see if i can start it over from the beginning um uh this song is so good sorry all right let's see hopefully the audio is good on this too so i have no idea girl you're gonna feel a little prick I'm B2, I wanna get with you. I'm BC, wanna be with me. 
I'm B4 and I'll make you sore. I'm B5, I make you feel alive. I'm B6, I'll pick up sticks. I'm B7, I'll take you to heaven. I'm B8 and I am great. I'm so fine. I'm B10, I remember when. I'm B11, I'm in love with B7. I'm B12 and word. Boy, 12, girl. You need a shot of B12. You Fucking love this show, that man. Shit is the best. Oh, but yeah, that <laughs> yeah, they had one where it's all product placement because like it's not even really a song. It's just them introducing these little girls because you know little girls love boy bands mm-hmm. to fucking like twelve different versions of a band of a boy. Oh. Yes, one of them was a girl. One of them was a grown ass man. Yes. Oh man. Oh. But yeah, they have they have so I mean they had an episode about a hot tub. CeeLo was like the guest. Yes, that one was really good. Then they had one. It's with like a, a little shop of horror parody and the hot tub episode. Yeah, mixing yeah. together. Then they had one where uh, they had went to like Saudi Arabia and uh steve was like out in the middle uh, of nowhere that's one of my favorite ones yeah uh it's called like we miss our dad hold yes. on yes that we are so off uh we don't care this is our show <laughs> this is the privilege of uh, having your own show we ain't got no producer going y'all wasting motherfucking time today right we are so off topic right now uh, but we want other people to enjoy the goodness nobody showed up for this but um but yeah daddy's gone that's it yes daddy's gone yes Oh, yes. uh, but yeah it's the same thing like it looked like a rv videos in the desert they got on all white no shirts this is one of my favorite ones it's him and uh roger the alien yes thanks for letting us stay here mama oh baby is it another woman no it's a hot tub. Why don't we go in home, big bro? Been three hours since I saw you walk away from me. I didn't know the way and I didn't have the words to speak. But all I knew was dad is gone. And we're not going home ever again. Look at his abs. <laughs> With no shoes on. Gonna find another father like you. Now we won't. Now we won't. Now we won't. <laughs> oh, daddy, we're crying. This is because of you. I see you in my dreams at what night. What did I do? Something just ain't right. It yes! I think it's because of you. you. Daddy's gone, and we're not going home 
Um, another <laughs> what are they doing? Another one was um uh, rubbernecking. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Oh, it was um uh, yeah, and also uh, another good one was Christmas. Remember he was cutting up for Christmas? Yeah, um with Krampus. Yes. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, I have to do rubbernecking. Um, yes. So they had this one where uh, it was an episode where men kept getting caught looking at women uh you know how men look at women when they're out mm-hmm. and uh um, they, they got they got caught stan got caught rubbernecking and he tried to lie about it he crashed his car everything <laughs> yes he did but uh you know his thing is like i'll you know because stan's conservative and all this stuff so his thing is like i don't look at other women i i have francine da, da, da. and so he's at work and his friends convince him uh how to do rubbernecking and they made it a whole song. Yeah. Black intern, kick it. Rubbernecking is the art of checking out women on the slide. And if you do it right, you'll never get caught. Well, my name's McGee, and soon you'll see. If you want a rubberneck, just listen to me. Because a pick don't hurt. If you want a scout skirt, you have to be covert. Listen up, you squirt. Well, my name is Jackson. My technique's the purest. When I want to scout girls, I pretend I'm a tourist. You look around like you're super lost. Hold up a map, now you're peeking like a boss. Yeah, <laughs> I guess when I'm lost, I do look everywhere. My name is Sanders, and I don't lie. The best way to peek, say there's something in your eye. Wow, smooth. Well, my name is Tiny Dick, and I have a little trick to look at a lady so she don't think I'm shady. I pretend that I'm dead, and I lie on a girl. When the nurses come up, I do the weekend at Barney's. Never forget, women like to judge. Go on, give that cattiness a nudge. So tell your woman that you hate a girl, and you can stare while all that hate unfurls. Oh, hey, Francine, look at that terrible outfit. Yeah, she looks like a hooker. Hooker, hooker, hooker. When you want to take a look, hold up a book. A newspaper will do to look at some boobs. I think you're ready to join the crew. Because, because you're rubbernecking with the best. Rubbernecking with the best. Because you're rubbernecking with the best. Rubbernecking with the best. That's my shit. Uh, that's a, like, I, and I like the Chris <coughs> Cramp, um, the Christmas one. The Krampus one? Yeah. All right, hold on, let me find that real quick. Yeah, that's one of my... That's Listen, Krampus gave you soul though yes Krampus gave you straight up motherfucking soul oh man it was so good he took his motown on your ass oh yeah let me see if i can play that i wonder who that voice actor was that did Krampus. i don't know you can't do this i'm an american child i'm a treasure well you're <laughs> barbarian now uh, you need to be punished if you lay so much as one finger on me i will per- who are you talking to i'm croppers bitch i'll do whatever i please this is my expertise round the world it's all the same children freeze when they hear my name crappers please don't beat me so but do i listen sadly no 80 percent of kids end up turning into Have a lack of lesson. 
Steve, you don't know anything about pain. Yes, I do. Pain is having a girl named Sheila walk out on you in the middle of downtown Baltimore for some guy named Dennis who worked as a mechanic and made twice as much money as you. What? These are things you know nothing about, boy, but I'm here to show you. Ah! Ah! I'm gonna punish you! You and experience all that I've been through. Sheila said the kid was mine. <laughs> So they had a whole episode called Trapped in the Locker. Yes! And they made, it was like told through different um, vignettes. Like there would be like a scene and then Steve would just start singing out of nowhere. Oh, well. It was so, it was so good. It might be my favorite episode of all time, to be honest. and so what makes it so dope is like then the actual show would keep going right and then you get to another one and then the song comes out of nowhere Nowhere. again so it's like it was like you almost had to watch the episode to get the full effect of why it's so dope Principal Lewis. Yes. Is the principal at school. Talking about budget cuts, no pest control for months. I wasn't perving or looking at butts. I was in the AC, man, hunting for rats, I swear to God. That's your business, not my business. I don't need no update. I got a new woman, so we need to get our story straight. I see what the f you talking about, man, there's no weed. Steve, if my new woman hear about this, man, she gon' leave. What the heck was that? 
By the way, I'm not gonna play all of it. There's still like five minutes left. But listen, my favorite thing with this whole gag on the episode that week, when it ends, it like because they do this build up. You know, it's trapped in the closet, right? And it has all these parts. And by the end, everybody's shooting each other. People discover everybody cheating. All this right. mess. Uh, he's telling the story to his mom, who's I think they're watching a basketball game, and then she's just like, "What? What are you talking about, Steve?" And then that was it. Like she was like, she wasn't even listening. Like this. Anyway, I love American Dad. I don't care. Who knows. Yes, but yeah, Teen Titans and American Dad. That's the best music we have. Um, mm-hmm. They play '80s babies. They yeah. they got you covered because it'll be out the blue. You be like, I know that beat. So if I could just make it just an ad for American Dad, you guys. And Teen um, Tango. Hmm? I said Teen Tango. Yep. Um, uh, armpit vaginas. How do you feel about them? That's the poll. Yummy, gross, or I don't care. Three percent of y'all think armpit vaginas are yummy. Six percent of y'all think they're gross. That is so sad. Grow up, guys. And ninety-two percent say I don't care. Jane says, "Okay, this Billy Jean shout shout you spin me round cover made me sad. How did he fuck up white zones? How shaking my head? <laughs> we can see your screen. I don't know if you want y'all can to still see it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you want us to see it or not. Nah, I was not trying to show it. But okay. At the same time, I didn't know. Y'all I mean, it didn't it. matter, but I just think you know. Yeah. All right, give me a second. All right. <clears throat> How about now? Oh, it's gone. <clears throat> All right, let's get to fifteen seventy six, which was the Alexandra Facebook group." uh where we recap not the latest episode of walking dead but the one before the latest we will recap the latest one soon mm-hmm. um yeah the alexandra facebook group uh um let me get to your feedback we got three comments um amani says for me eugene is theon of the z-pop it's been fuck that irredeemable piece of shit for years but somehow folks are still waiting for the sun for some moment in the sun <clears throat> but i will say that the actor was cooning it up so good it kept me entertained despite me hating him that's a five by five uh that's five by five and shout out to y'all look at my niggas about to put airplanes in your bios get <laughs> get I, I added some airplanes in my bio nothing but the planes they don't say nothing just planes I think i already had airplanes in yeah mine. You, you beat me to the punch i was like <clears> yeah <throat> let me do some planes and i do so ever since they flew us out for revolt con i said uh airplanes going in the bio getting added to spotify flown out to conferences look how far y'all have come from huddling over one mic and karen having that long ass twitter name uh with all them damn numbers right that nobody could remember it was actually a shorter twitter name than this one yeah well yeah i guess it was yeah but just a lot to remember it's been a pleasure watching you grow thanks amani thank you d ramsey ph Dunn says five stars and cosigns with amani y'all moving on up like george and wheezy eugene is a hot dog water mess at hashtag i am negan safe travels to and from this weekend <clears throat> thank you thank you ev says at this point i don't know who the biggest coward piece of shit is on the show eugene or gregory but it really doesn't matter because i hope they both die i agree they are trash mm-hmm. the poll was simple are you still rooting for eugene to be redeemed because i did not realize it till we did this recap and i watched some other people talk about it on twitter some people really think eugene there's somewhere to go with this character and i think he's irredeemable uh yes six percent and hell no fuck him 94 <laughs> percent uh 
and lakita says some people just aren't redeemable yeah yeah like in real life some people, some people just gotta be like you just not a good person baby. if they find a way to redeem this dude like more power to them but i don't know how Mm-mm. i don't know what he can do to he would have to kill nigga himself before i would even consider it right. <clears throat> and lastly uh 1577 tbgwt live at podcon so the podcon people gave us the audio for our uh live show that we did mm-hmm. and um we put it on the feed and they said they might they should be able to give us the audio from all the panels we were on mm-hmm. and when they do when that happens i'll put that on the feed as well let you guys enjoy that Mm-hmm. um and we had some really fun panels and really insightful panels and met people and stuff it was really cool d ramsey ph dunn says yeah love you both blessings jane mill says hey y'all so glad we get to hear the audio of your podcast show but i had to pause to leave this comment um tip nation we need to hire black twitter to find tanya 4112 because we gonna be her ass ain't never ain't never been to jail before but i'm willing to go today okay carry on <clears throat> yeah i you know what it's not even worth it i would not send people to harass that woman or whatever she don't like the show or she has some hateful shit to say that's on her you know her life is probably trash uh which is i think one of the reasons people lash out like that we just a show giving our opinions you know how many shows i listen to where i disagree with something come or, on <clears throat> or thought it was poor quality or whatever and i just move on there's so much entertainment in the world i don't so understand much. how we end up in these situations where it's like I, i've never left a one-star review for uh for anything really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for anything but that's just my personal philosophy right um <clears throat> jamil we met in um in in seattle he won one of the shirts he's the one who guessed the uh the race and and said dak prescott's uh, other side of his family he says i'm glad i put my introverted tendencies aside and made the trip to podcon you guys were amazing i enjoy meeting y'all and listening to y'all drop nuggets of knowledge during the panels hopefully this is the beginning of more live shows in the future love y'all peace thank hey you. thank you man uh we just happy that people came out to mm-hmm. be honest right um because you know i'm sure there's a lot of people that you know you think you have a certain fan base you think you have a certain reach and then you get somewhere and people don't show up or you find out when there's only one way to find out you gotta try it you gotta Um, try and uh yeah we were super honored to see the people who actually did came out and it meant a lot to us y'all yeah they showed up and showed out for us we felt loved the whole time felt supported the whole time right the whole time and I know we probably, I don't know if we're going to talk about today or tomorrow, but it was just wonderful to, uh, see the people came and it was like, I just came for y'all. And there was some people, every conference we were in, they literally came to everything we were scheduled. Every panel. Every, yeah. every panel. Every panel we were in, they came to every panel. It was like, we came for y'all. We coming to everything. Yeah. And like that, I said, that means a lot because we can feel the love and the energy from you guys. Yeah. Like I said, there's, uh, no way we can repay that Mm-mm. and um you know like I, we just felt so it, it's cool to be able to to turn around and be like man this is uh this is a lovely feeling um so uh let's see what else we got uh let me see if we have any voicemails i don't know if we do um and you know skype be moving mad slow uh <laughs> but yeah, i will be glad when a good substitute come out because we ain't found one yet yeah but uh, i will check on that and then um i also i know we got a couple emails as well okay. and then uh after that maybe we'll talk about the seattle trip mm-hmm. um all right so checking skype right now 
so let's see last time we did a show was saturday december 2nd i believe right um wait this person left these at seven o'clock at night so i don't know if we've played these or not so i'm gonna try to play one and see hey rod and karen hopefully this message will um get played hopefully i made it under the right amount of time to make it to the recap show but in any event just want to say thank you for another great week of shows and the lawyer of the law <laughs> episode had me gaggling especially the start of wife stuff um i don't know been a long night of watching this whole like tax thing kind of play out and it's just really oh, okay she said this oh she's she, in the chat okay cool you know, okay. all right so this is the old one okay so we must have replayed it yep. yeah that's that's okay so then let me move up and see if there's anything else we have a call on last tuesday but i don't see a message all right so let's move to the next one <clears throat> sorry this is the quickest way we can do this with skype unfortunately i miss when i could just plug in pamela and uh play all the messages Keep but that stopped working uh yeah, and it's not, i don't know <laughs> if it's another plug in uh, I just feel like Microsoft bought this shit, and it's just been shitty ever since. Come on, no offense to Microsoft, yeah, because they don't—they're not investing any money to improve it. Yeah, I think it was Microsoft that bought it, but I yeah, know, they but just made it kind of the bare minimum, right? Of uh, yeah, and I'm not what you know, we would like for it to be able to do, right? Uh, well, I'll tell you what—I'll read emails between searching these messages to see if anything comes up. Um, <clears throat> all right, doesn't look like any for that. Mm-hmm. Okay so let me check this other one all right let's go back to the emails we got one december 4th from allegra who says misogyny and racism hello you two regarding taking out the trash episode 1573 it's interesting how interchangeable misogyny and racism are 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 treated very similarly my husband and i have had a continual conversation about misogyny like racism is woven into the dna of not just the usa but the world men for centuries have thought that they are strong the stronger sex and that women are mere property there are cultures that have historically given women some agency and power but unfortunately the most oppressive groups have been equal opportunity opportunists in their oppression if you're not white male anglo-saxon uh aristocracy um then you are less thanks for all that you two do allegra yeah that i agree yeah i feel like that's how i see the world through the lens of race because i am black and that's how i relate to other people's struggles Mm -hmm. by kind of trying to fit it into that box not everything fits neatly obviously some things are different correct um you know for example black people are only like 13 percent of the u.s population whereas um women are over 50 percent of the world population but still treated as second class citizens so um it's not an exact match but yeah a lot of the lenses to which uh a lot of the ways that things work uh against people work the same when it comes to privilege so um all right here's a voicemail by the way uh got this to come up um wow hey rod and karen this is me uh tim kid one afro two on twitter oh my man just wanted to say again how much i appreciate all you guys the best uh it was great to hear you guys' story from about being laid off again mm. and turning that into magic. Um, I just got laid off today. No! So, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking about, you know, creating magic from nothing, but I don't know if I have skills like you. But uh, <laughs> either way, you know, uh, either that or I'll just focus on the same different struggle. 
either way, I guess, you know, thanks a lot, man. And it was great to hear uh, some inspiration from you guys. You guys are off the chain. Um, yeah, peace. Uh, first of um, all, thank you, Tim. Thank you for calling and then thank you for the hospitality when came out mm-hmm. uh he actually kid one afro two is his twitter handle you can see he like documented mm-hmm. the, like dude mm-hmm. dude puts together like he put together like videos and it was beautiful he's extremely talented yeah, it has a youtube page and everything because i start some because i'm gonna go back and actually watch it and uh baby i want you to be encouraged because when people lose their jobs it could be devastating particularly uh if you were like me for the first time that i lost my job i'm a workaholic and so if you work a workaholic a lot of times you invest and put everything in your job and your life become you your life becomes your job and your job becomes your life that could be very 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 dangerous because america particularly here in america society shows you that you are worthless if you are not working a traditional nine to five job or wherever you are getting a paycheck, that's supposed to be your top priority over everything, over your family, over your friends, over your loved ones, over everything. You're supposed to dedicate everything to them to death. And a lot of people across this country have bought into that philosophy. And that could be very dangerous for you spiritually and mentally, in my opinion. Um, and when people lose jobs, uh, for some people it's like a death because particularly if you've been at places for a very long time, it could be a part of your life. And so you, um, I feel as though I want to encourage you to uh, look outside the box. I want to encourage you to not panic because that's what a lot of people do. They panic uh, and they go, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I got to get another job. I got to get another job. And a lot of times when people panic, they settle for less. They end up going and getting um, jobs uh, that they hate, they don't like, they end up getting stuck in the wreck. Because I understand people got bills and things like that and responsibilities. I completely understand that. Yes, do what you got to do, but also always be looking for other alternatives because losing jobs is not the end. Losing jobs is the beginning of a greater opportunity because sometimes people have aspirations wishes and dreams and things that are within them that they want to get out that they don't have time to do because their fucking job is time is so time consuming you spend more time and you see your co-workers more than you see anybody else more than your family your friends your loved ones so for the first time you have this free time and a lot of times you can dedicate time to these other hobbies and these other things that you've always been wanting to do be it be it drawing be it painting be it whatever these various different things is you can invest time and energy and effort into those things in addition to trying to find a job don't get me wrong because you got you know be real people got bills to pay but you can also take your side hustle you were doing anyway because a lot of times a lot of people have to work two and three jobs because of the way the economy is and make those things your main income so i want to encourage you baby to keep going and keep smiling and just know that we are rooting for you we really really are and not only for you baby for anybody else that just recently lost a job you know within a short period of time if you're hearing my voice i want you to be encouraged too and i want you to know that losing your job is not the end yeah um everything karen said obviously what i would say uh also um just from meeting you and also seeing some of your work mm-hmm. you're very talented yes you are baby um if you got if you're lucky or fortunate enough to have like severance unemployment stuff like that you know and i know that pressure to like i gotta go find a job trying to find another job that i felt that pressure um and even with the show as i said to the people that were there it took two times getting laid off for me to really find the time to be able to invest in making this show what it is the first one we started the show the second one was monetizing the show right 
um and you know i needed every bit of my severance all that time uh i think it was like six weeks i needed uh unemployment for what i probably could have got off sooner than i did but still i kind of needed that you know um so there should be no shame in that a lot of times we make people feel shame right for needing help and assistance uh for needing um the things that we pay into right like these aren't this isn't charity you earn that um so you gotta push past that shame push past that idea of like failure or defeat um especially if you're laid off for no fault of your own i was laid off twice for no fault of my own like several other people got laid off they were just cutting positions Mm -hmm. i had never had a bad performance review things of this nature um anyway the point being um yeah it's not the end and just don't forget to take a little bit of time and invest in yourself right you don't have to spend the whole time doing it you ain't got to iron man rig this shit together um but you know you already are so talented you already um have been able to put together so much um you know uh on your own um you know if there's ideas that you've been having about like how to take your platform to the next level how to um you know if there's skills you want to learn this is the time yes it is there's very few opportunities in life where you really get some time is so fleeting and it's really the number one resource that we just don't we're always running out of it right every person is running out of it at the same rate so like this is one of those times where if you are able to do it i take some time invest in your skill set and you can self-teach shit now on the internet uh, invest in your platform Mm -hmm. try those ideas get those ideas started put the later groundwork for those ideas that you've been wanting to do if people have monetized their twitch you talk you were telling me about how to do twitch i, I don't know as much as you do Mm-mm. if if you've been thinking about monetizing your twitch or or coming with an angle that you know you just never had time for when you were working 40 hours now you now you have a little time man so mm-hmm. so be encouraged baby because it could be a dark time for a lot of people when they lose their jobs so be encouraged right so good luck man and uh yeah I, I hope i really do hope it works out and i think it can me too baby um let's see we got this i started walking dead over this is from law who says um yo rod what's up karen i'm all caught up with the show but decided to start rewatching uh to refresh my memory like i did with game of thrones remember when rick and daryl caught phase and daryl choked him out rick said the same thing to daryl that daryl said to shane when shane choked him out episode three choke holds illegal <laughs> um episode three was great period though shane beat up carol's abusive husband dale is living merle got to represent the outright happiness all around i'm sure i'm about to notice a lot of things that meant nothing to me the first time like reflecting on childhood subliminal racism anyway i love the show made tvgwt podcast run longer than bill cosby's rape career jesus i mean as i don't even know how to take i mean hmm I mean, I do hope we go a long time, but another record to compare to. (laughs) Not as as long as that motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, This one is, um, oh, Allegra sent us a podcast to listen to called The Spin from Uncivil. Um, is a podcast that she was saying has some, um, history stuff in it. She says, um, I was discussing with my husband that women for good and bad have been facilitators and or often architects of the civil rights movement and that actually men end up being the pawns or enforcers of the agenda. The men are used as the face for a lot of movements because patriarchy. This thought occurred to me after listening to the, to this episode, also after months of history research for my podcast. 
uh what do you think i haven't listened to it yet we've been as obvious you know you know we've been busy but i will try to find a way to to listen to it but it's the uncivil podcast yeah i started listening to that i was listening to the mtr network and i was um uh secret sauce i was listening to secret sauce and the host on secret sauce was uh sharing about this particular podcast and i went back and i didn't i haven't listened to all of it they're, they're very short about 30 40 45 minutes at the longest per episode and um listening to it uh she she played like a preview of it and listening to the preview of it i was like oh my gosh this sounds so awesome and you learn about things that are not in the textbook and it's one of those things where you be like, holy shit, it will literally open up your eyes to a whole new world. So for those of you out there, like history buffs, even if you're not a history buff, you will learn about so much stuff. Like they talk about, for an example, they talk about where's my 40 acres and the mule and not, not, not the podcast, but the, the actual 40 acres and the mule. And they talk about the history behind it and, you know, how you have people living to today that are still fighting for those acres and how things were stripped from these people and and and, and it is just is it, it it was mind-blowing to hear it and it would change your in my opinion change your perspective and educate you in a way that the school systems actually failed me honestly and so is i would encourage anybody i haven't finished listening yet but so far it has been a great listen yeah um so yeah i i think um yeah i think that that uh a lot however you pick up on history is good and if it's through podcasts that's a great resource as well i just haven't listened yet but i do plan on listening um virginia writes saying hi y'all hey y'all just wanted to send a quick note saying i love the show also thank you for getting me through some rough times lately y'all always making me laugh i don't know what's funnier rod's puns or karen's attempts at puns and then rod <laughs> semi laughing or groaning at them anyway i do have to stop listening for a couple weeks not because anything bad but because i just had abdominal surgery and y'all got me laughing so hard i don't want to bust a stitch i feel that one baby you're gonna know i can't be hurting myself but on the plus side i will have a nice backlog to listen to when i get back to work in a couple weeks and i need to catch up on my workload i'll chip into the collection plate once i see the damage this surgery this damn surgery does my bank account but isn't that weird right we get surgeries and stuff and even if you have insurance i still don't know what the bill gonna look like right like so they might decide to pay a hundred percent it might be 55 percent. they might say fuck we only paying 20 percent down we don't know you don't know what people talk about insurance but you don't know what the fuck insurance gonna cover until the shit runs through shout out to capitalism right um but 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 on the plus side i'll have a nice backlog da, 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 da. i will she also says i'll chip into the collection plan da, 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 da. okay but for now i'll head over to leave a review so karen doesn't hunt me down winky face have a great holiday virginia in texas at two twisted tv on on Twitter. Thank, thank you you be safe down there in texas baby um let's see what else we got coffee light and sweet rice in um high riding karen the holiday season now in full swing and i want to take a moment to say thank you both for the joy that you have brought me throughout the year thank you for sharing your gifts with the world merry christmas and happy holidays to you and your family peace and power coffee light and sweet thank, thank you. you that is very nice of you mm-hmm. um tanya w right representing hashtag tip nation and meeting Corey glover 
oh we did too mm-hmm. hey Ryder karen i was wonder it was wonderful seeing you both enjoy and destroy at PyCon in seattle looks like you ruled and rightfully so we did we had mm-hmm. a good time did. this past friday i attempted i attended an underground subculture dining event in new york city organized by chef russell jackson in honor of chef jeremy fox i've uh been to a few of chef russell's events in the past and he is so inventive uh this one i chose to attend specifically because in addition to the tribute to chef fox it was inspired by the music of living color shade i love living color and couldn't pass up the opportunity i decided to represent the living color tbgwt connection by wearing my hashtag tbgwt shirt which i did but had no idea that chef russell is friends with Corey glover what small world all right and that he would be there early on Corey came up and said is that shirt for the blackout tips and uh, heck yeah we had a nice conversation and philip my man and i also met and talked with Corey's lady and lovely wife joan uh the uh, the dinner was fabulous and at the end we took the photo attached of Corey, joan and i joan and i uh thanks to philip for being a very gracious cameraman i'm sure it's fine sharing it with the chat room but i don't feel right sharing it on twitter without permission Oh yeah, I won't put it on social media or anything. Just another example of TVGWT bringing people together. All the best. All right, I will try to show you the chat room. Thank you. Uh, the picture as well, if you guys want to see it. Um, but yo, it's such a small world, man. Mm-hmm. That's you don't so wild. know who knows who, dog. Yeah, that's so wild, man. Um, uh, and yeah, Corey's good people. Um, Aww. yeah, that's them hanging out there. Um, and yeah, Corey's good people, man. And uh it, that it, that's crazy. He recognized the shirt and everything. Um, you know, uh and then also just, you know, the chef Russell was, you know, putting like that's just that's just so dope. Honey, just, we got chefs didn't know us. That's one of my favorite things about well, I don't know that the chef knew us. Okay. But I that's one of my favorite things about um, you know, doing what we do. Mm-hmm. Seeing stuff like that, man. Yes uh lee Rison feedback show just had to tell you guys how overjoyed and elated i am that we got doug jones elected in my state and kept out roy moore sorry discussing racist creepy child molesting ass from becoming a state senator as a black democratic voter in a red state it's really tough sometimes to not become cynical when it comes to my local politics but we did the damn thing yo lol i swear y'all should have seen me dapping up the black folks in my office haha <laughs> it was glorious but i sincerely hope this helps more black voters realize their vote matters but of course they wouldn't feel that if it uh feel that it doesn't if voter suppression wasn't a real very real thing yes yep. it is shout out to eric holder and president obama and a lot of black political orgs being the only ones trying to fight this in the courts come on bernie and his true progressives are nowhere to be found and speaking of bernie now he wants to talk about identity politics yeah this nigga was like get credit to the black people that voted i'm like but you think our politics is identity politics instead of our economy like we're not separate we're american citizens too and everything you talk about that you call identity politics is economic for us we need your support on that too don't marginalize us and push us to the side anyways thanks for being you rod and karen to amorosa by felicia much love rod and karen i got an xbox where my heart used to be <laughs> trey swindu uh i'm gonna go to the next session because i know we up against a break give me mm-hmm. one second guys we'll be right back on the air in the chat room yeah but uh yeah um you know shout out to them beating roy more i know that uh yeah. it says a lot more about how to me and this is the thing i always kind of you know and i'm not trying to poo-poo the the win and i'm not trying to be too cynical but it says a lot that 
you know 48 percent or whatever 47 percent of people were still comfortable voting for that dude you know like those are still your citizens in your state those are the people you gotta look at in the eyes when you come to work too like there's people that thought i don't think this like they won by 1.5 percent i think he still hasn't conceded but they won by 1.5 percent and there's people that really think um you know he should have been there uh he should have won there's still people that feel that way yeah when they know they wouldn't leave their fucking child around him but he should have won disgusting uh tiffany writes in tiffany from uh triangle wine co hey rod here is a hundred dollar gift card from us oh i'm sorry if it's last minute listen it ain't never too late mm-hmm. i'm saying to get some wine no, on christmas it's not. it ain't never too late <laughs> thank you uh if you hope if you if you hope to receive anything before christmas uh put it in on tuesday okay all right fans if you want to get something you know what christmas. i'm saying put it in on tuesday get yours before christmas i hope karen and you have a wonderful holiday we appreciate working with you and oh they're gonna look forward to next year too all right cool i can't wait to um we was just telling somebody at the um PyCon about uh you know one of the cool things about what we do is integrating uh stuff with sponsorship and we can kind of do it in our way mm-hmm. like we don't ever have to worry about a boss coming in and being like that's not okay that's not appropriate for the air right and i was like y'all was one of my favorite things about 2017 mm-hmm. we did white people in wine looking forward to getting cheese and wine and getting drunk on the air yeah, talking about white people you it had us dope. we was branching out in all the kinds of crackers and cheese and hey we get we're gonna get fancy again we're gonna have to uh, uh step our crack and cheese game up uh christmas cars and holiday cars are coming in uh you guys have been sending them to our post office box and we went and picked them up mm-hmm. uh, people have been sending us gifts and stuff too it's crazy uh in addition to screener season we're, we're movie critics and we get a lot of movies you know i've been watching those um so um i i was gonna read some real quick let me see what we got here um i hope i can remember what came with what um uh, i don't know so someone sent us this if you guys can see it in the chat a gift for you it is a whole lot of chocolate bars all i want for christmas tis the season let it snow is all the, this is what it says and it looks like b-e-d-r-e bedre i don't know something fancy beady i don't know betty anyway uh it's different types potato crisp what what is that peanut butter uh raspberry caramel so, they're all chocolate yeah oh shit uh and yeah and then they put a card on the front oh thank you baby we're gonna eat the hell out of it it's from jane she says just sending you a treat to sweeten your holidays and to show a little appreciation for all that you do love y'all thank you thank you baby we can't wait to tear this shit up yes uh let's see we got one here um sorry it's one of my favorite things to do um season's greeting it has a little card inside hope uh your holidays are filled with much joy and happiness hey hey karen and rod uh thanks for your show i didn't know how much i needed to uh hear the black voices until i started listening to you uh to your show i have joined two black book clubs and a black girls um uh was meetup um uh group oh, i think it might say black girls hair meetup it's in cursive y'all i'm sorry i'm bad reading um i <laughs> i'm not gonna make the joke i was gonna make all right i've sent you a starbucks card so you both can get a holiday drink on me and if you register the card you can get a free drink on your birthday love valerie thank you and uh it's starbucks so i'm gonna go i can't speak for karen 
but i already can tell you this is going to a psl uh or as you guys that aren't white women of color um uh pumpkin spice latte i'm gonna definitely hit up the psl with this oh mine's gonna be a strawberry frappy uh frappuccino mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the lemon pound cake mm-hmm. well i'm just telling you right now i'm a this is a psl for life for me so oh shit we need to activate the call we get free shit on the birthdays Mm-hmm. give me a free psl on my birthday i don't blame you uh let's see what else we got here this is from erica and she sent this and it looks like an ornament and i don't know if you guys can see the glitter there uh wishing you continued happiness and success and love may 2018 be kick-ass rod and karen holidays to you love erica thanks erica thank you baby and y'all want y'all know we save all the cards we gotta dress up here but we save all the cards that y'all send us because they mean the world to us yeah we still have cards for years now yes we do if you send us a card we got it you two bring the mary wherever you go oh there's two dogs on the front uh thank you for delivering so much happiness and she changed the message that said every time we see each other to every time i hear the podcast love y'all kimberly falcons diva thank you falcons diva come on um then brandy sent one and it just says let it snow on the front and inside it says wishing you peaceful moments to reflect on the beauty season of the season and she writes a message dear karen dear rod and karen many wishes for peace and continued joy during the holiday season and into the new year um uh although you uh wait although oh thank you sorry thank you for sharing yourselves uh with us in podcast land keep living your best pumpkin spice lives much love brandy uh aka b from the chat aka living color brandy rock on with your uggs oh i will rock on with my uggs b you know what i'm saying ug life ride or die uh <laughs> let's see this one was came with an amazon what was the gift oh the baba duke so we have an amazon wish list mm-hmm. i sometimes i put movies on there sometimes it's, and, and if someone does buy a movie from there i will watch it i will mm-hmm. talk about it um but um uh sometimes we put movies on there and sometimes like movies that i've just heard were good movies some movies that i refuse to give them my money but <laughs> right i still kind of was kind of morbidly curious like um um scarlett johansson's terrible what was that terrible movie she did uh she ruined for my life um ghost in the shell yes yeah so like i want to see that morbidly but i ain't giving her my money Mm-mm. but i put it on my wish list in case somebody else want me to see it you know sometimes people want you to see stuff because of what you do for a living mm-hmm. uh the great wall is on there but also we have knickknacks for like stuff with the kitchen mm-hmm. um just stuff you know yeah, people want to get it it's nice if they do there's no yeah. obligation Mm-mm. no obligation and we thank you for everybody that's doing that and we're kind of updating it and stuff like that so you know i know for some people it might be an after christmas thing but we will have the the uh amazon wish list is up and it's running so samantha sent this hey karen and spouse just kidding rob with two b's lol okay rod and karen thanks for the many years of quality entertainment you're the hardest working couple out here keep up the good work your podcast listener samantha j thank you samantha thank you samantha and i'm gonna watch that movie uh we got this one from uh wait does it say who's from on the inside probably michael okay michael sent us this one and it's illustrations on the inside oh hey rod and karen 
i've enjoyed listening to y'all since uh, around that episode that dude got locked out of the room by a damn cat karen's cat responses were hilarious that cat was fed up karen haha anyways have some good holidays and thanks for your podcast work michael heron uh live enclose a zine of some of my drawings and listen guys he really did enclose um a zine of his drawings he is so talented y'all we got some talented ass fans look at this sticker he put yes he has michaelherring.net slash art is where you can see it um and like i said i'm just gonna show y'all a couple and like he has the names beneath each one can they see it on the screen Mm -hmm. he has the names beneath each one and like what he called it um some of them had a date and stuff this was april 2017 beautiful so yeah man he's very talented um so that and that's crazy just wow Mm, yeah that's why that's why i try to tell our fans a lot of y'all have a lot of gifts within you guys like y'all are very 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 talented people draw they take photos they do videos they can sing y'all do great stuff tap into your greatness y'all and then our girl katrina katrina p uh at number one feeling sent us a shitload of hair products and kit kats giant kit kats i could never eat all of i don't even know how to finish those kit kats Mm-mm. uh she sent us uh, uh, just kit kats and sweets and treats and stuff and and stuff for our hair and and beard and everything and she writes this letter greeting karen and raw and husband uh greetings karen and husband this letter and package are long overdue you will receive this way after thanksgiving but gratitude has no expiration date Mm-mm. uh p- please <laughs> enjoy you. the specialty kit kat flavors i've noticed the new flavors while shopping weeks ago and instantly bought uh thought of you too oh. i guess i'm your british candy lady <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> please uh, do i also get to your house through a path in the woods or is that american candy ladies only? i know right please also share with any of my problematic light-skinned fave jay ball i do need to give i meant to give him some of the stuff we I have because i can't eat all this stuff but I, I i did mean to give him some during balls deep but i always forget i'm gonna start putting it in here so he can just get it i have taken the liberty yeah, i need to remember to put it on he got a desk over here i need to remember just to start randomly putting shit on his desk so we get it right i wanted to give him some of those cupcakes it's gonna be way too late now no, i've taken the they're still good they're not gonna be good too not next week no no have you even had any more of them cupcakes when we got home yeah cupcakes ain't forever food karen <laughs> cupcakes get hard if they sit for a while cupcakes ain't forever food no <laughs> i've been breaking off them a little bit by a little bit yeah you gotta eat cupcakes while the getting's good i've taken the liberty to add some handmade goodies for my company karen i'm so thrilled that you uh fell in love with my country jamaica i have created a uh bespoke fragrance blend to evoke the tropical fruits of the island i added that blend to some body butter brown sugar scrub and sulfate free body wash all vegan by the way this is just to help you hold on to the memories a little longer rod i did not forget you though i am i too am a white woman of color i fragrance your body butter with a candy cane fragrance to complement the peppermint body wash you love so much oh hey, thank you hey. pumpkin spice does not make the white women of britain swoon i know right <laughs> you can't you can't even uh wait i can't even yeah you're right i can't even that's true 
uh the point is i would never try to dampen the uggs life dreams of a fellow white woman of color because we all know that variety is the spice of life mm-hmm. yeah the pumpkin spice of life ha <laughs> enjoy the tingling sensation i love you both and i'm thankful that i found your podcast two years ago in december we shall meet one day until then keep living your best white woman of color lives your joy is my joy be well katrina look at y'all thank you and then th- what did this come with what is this i don't know it came with one of them things over there oh this is samantha J. okay it came with baba duke she said um just hail hail karen espouse just karen rob okay i think i read this already okay cool yeah, yeah, yeah all right so it's the same message and lastly kid afro uh who y'all were just we were just talking about in the um in the group mm-hmm. uh who lost his job unfortunately um but um he made us this this is the sweetest fucking car ever i was, we were in the hotel looking at this and i was yeah, like and it was a bag is, full of uh, like is this nigga trying to make us cry i know it's dolls and then he gave us a, a bag <laughs> of all types it was of like stuff. the great people of seattle like a richard sherman bobblehead and all this stuff mm-hmm. um uh jimmy hendrix uh not bobblehead but jimmy hendrix pop uh forget what those figures are called but you know like uh he was it was just a bunch of nice cool stuff mm-hmm. um like uh snarky delicious gave us chocolate covered bacon i got like, some earrings yeah Karen's getting earrings i think demetria maybe gave you those mm-hmm. like it was crazy so and as you guys can see this is his face on the art there like i said yeah man. we got this in the room i was looking i was like baby then, i think it's a card in here and look at this he took our heads from the mites and then that's his face down there like that's <laughs> that's like seattle in the background like that yes. is so fucking dope man anyway he puts his message to ron and karen you guys mean so much to me as people of color role models in life uh your wisdom philosophy and ideology to you may just be opinions on news and media but for me it has helped so much in life both physically and mentally most of the time i'm thinking exactly like you guys i just haven't been able to put the ideas in the words yet whether it's the constant realization of how garbage the world is with discrimination the government and general people or having fun times nerding about game of thrones walking dead or some new marvel magic your podcast inspired me to know what i want in life as a person has inspired me to know that how i should be as a person and how i should respect other people for what they are and their opinions most importantly your relationship is the biggest inspiration of all seeing how well you work together respect each other and talk through things is exactly what i want from a relationship in the future hope you guys enjoy your time in seattle i hope you enjoy these seattle people of color role model figures thanks for being the voice of my headphones tim kid one afro two thanks man thank you baby um all right let's see you do you should we talk about the trip or what do you think i, I should don't we do it tomorrow we can do it today or tomorrow it don't matter to me i don't know i guess we can get it all over with today guys let's talk talk about the trip uh for the most part um so all right we get ready to uh to, to if you don't worry about the seattle trip turn it off i get it there's you know we've been talking for a while uh but uh we'll try to go through this um real quick so uh we fly out to seattle my mom drives us to the airport mm-hmm. as we're leaving it's raining um and then the rain turns to rain slash ice well it turned to snow ah, it wasn't, right. it it wasn't was ice snow. Okay. it started snowing right as we hopped on the plane i looked out the window and seen it was snowing um so it's like we was leaving bad weather to go to seattle people everybody told us bring jackets and all it was gonna be hot or cold it was gonna be this that other um but it really wasn't that bad up there the weather was fine so um uh, we hop on the plane well i thought it was funny um like so you know uh for the show i've talked about it but if we fly i try my best to find a way to fly first class ever since we flew coach to miami i was miserable like one i'm fat two i'm tall 
uh not super tall but apparently tall to the fucking airline because my knees be jammed mm-hmm. in those fucking seats man that shit hurts don't um, have no space and it's a six hour flight and so it's almost like you would think the opposite like oh six hours this this too much to pay for first class um but i was actually and they were paying for the regular tickets which i think they get re- they still got a reimburses or something but anyway mm-hmm. they're getting paid and then they're gonna give us that fare so it's kind of like paying for two tickets basically mm-hmm. um anyway the point being like nigga that was so uncomfortable and those flights were only short 45 minutes to an hour and a half to get to miami right i can't imagine i can't even fucking imagine six hours of some somebody's chair jammed into my knee and god forbid if they just lean back a little bit it was like they directly walked back and put a pencil and poked it in my knee that's how much my knees hurt when we got off that flight so i was like if i can ever be fortunate enough to afford it i'm we not i'm no longer flying uh in the back like i gotta get more room um so we go to um you know uh the airport we're in first class so um you know uh we you know in charlotte there's no priority line or anything Mm -hmm. i don't think i think last time maybe there was but this time it wasn't yeah i I guess i don't know if you need to ask some people tell you some people don't i don't know yeah i think you skip like a little bit of the line but not a lot Mm -mm. right so we hop, we get on we go through tsa you know a little security i have my uggs on uh traveling out um and so i took my uggs off and put everything in a little bin why did the black woman work at tsa try to shade my uggs y'all <laughs> <laughs> like you know how you supposed to put your stuff on that little conveyor belt and every, they push everything forward and then it goes mm-hmm. through the machine they give it to you she moved my uggs down with the white people behind her stuff and so i was pushing stuff through and i said wait a minute what happened to my shoes and she was like oh that was your shoes i was like yeah yes. bitch i need them i need to put them back you think i'm gonna all of a sudden be missing some fucking uggs a black man can't wear uggs and so then she kind of had this look on her face when she was like i guess you know like and gave my uggs to go through the scanner and then i saw her walk over to the woman that does the radar the um the what do you call it the x-ray machine mm-hmm. and she went and told uh told her something like and started laughing so i know she was picking on my uggs like oh this nigga wearing uggs and so i was like okay whatever you know um i ain't want no problems with tsa right and i and i think for me uh i was living my best white woman of color y'all because every time i we been through tsa tsa be like look we gotta pat your ass down i got tired of fucking getting patted down so i did like the other white women the real white women that was there i put on goddamn yoga pants i put on yoga pants and thigh high socks and walked my ass in there and it's the first time i've been through tsa and they ain't have to be like what's in your hair and they ain't have to be like let me pat you down so anytime i go through the airport i'm just wearing goddamn yoga pants y'all just gonna have to see all these hips and thighs because i got tired of being touched so we get through that we hop on the plane you know i put my headphones in and stuff um you know i i don't eat really eat much when we travel because uh i think uh i get like stress related issues with eating and uh especially if we're traveling for business it's not it's a little different we're just traveling to hang out but you know i'm in my head like i'm planning the show the whole time in my head like what am i gonna talk about what are the topics what are what are the segments how are we gonna do this in an hour you know i'm doing and i'm going over and over like what are we gonna say what jokes are we gonna do stuff like that um and then of course we're gonna be speaking on panels so there's gonna be three or four panels this will be our first time uh speaking on a panel since awesome con mm-hmm. so 
you know it's like and these are like different topics i'm thinking about what are the topics gonna be what am i gonna say when they at what questions could it be will the host be cool what are what are fans gonna be like will fans show up will we have enough out there you know things things of this nature that's all the shit i'm thinking about so and so to me it's like i get in my own head and it's hard to eat and stuff and i know we're just gonna be there for a couple days um and you know you hope that you're gonna have time but you know we're gonna be busy and you're losing three hours in the air our flight was a direct flight Mm -hmm. but we we boarded at like say uh, well no you're gaining three hours in the air so we we boarded at like say three Three. and we got there at like six their time Mm -hmm. or something like that uh but we really spent six hours in the air one thing that was cool is uh they give you a meal in first class mm-hmm. uh i think karen had chicken i had poblano pepper or something she was like you ordered vegetarian meal i was like no it's, i was like i don't think so and then she was like uh i said what is it by the way she was like it's a poblano pepper i was like oh shit i did order that <laughs> i didn't know it was vegetarian it was good though i guess yours didn't have no meat it was good for airplane food yeah for airplane food it was good i had a chicken breast with some green beans and a salad and like this uh roll bread it was really really good and i thought that the uh salad dressing was modern because it looked like the the uh betty crocker uh, uh thing and i was like oh shit this is salad dressing <laughs> and they give you uh like drinks like they like you get on and they like immediately take your order for drinks like would you like what would you like to drink that that's one thing that i do like about uh flying first class is that you normally the first per- people on the plane so a lot of times you're like sitting there waiting for everybody to board the plane so you already drinking well they don't no 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 no. they don't give us the drinks before they board they get they, they it's after everyone boards okay well we still on the tarmac and they're about to they're like okay we had not take off yet yeah they're like what would you like to drink and i'm like you know ginger ale or something but that was cool you know it's a little weird with people waiting on you you can't tell them it's you know it's just a weird experience i don't think you do no no you, i don't think you, you i don't know if legally you're even allowed to because they get yeah paid. i mean it's not customary mm-hmm. or whatever it's just but it's just a weird experience mm-hmm. like having a waiter that you don't really you know me i like to put on my headphones read a book not really talk to anybody when i'm traveling they constantly checking on you and they just come by every couple of minutes like you need this what about the blank you want me to put your coat away <laughs> they hung up our coats yes i was like what coat what, what? I was like, yeah we, um, we would like to hang yeah in the in the summer i guess it was too hot so we didn't think about yeah, and it most people don't bring coats yeah but in the winter i guess you know it's different they hung up our coats that was yeah, crazy people you know you need these tight ass seats with these big ass coats right so um you know we we go out to seattle um get a ride from the airport because uh, they uh, yes they had to de-ice the plane i think it was the first time i ever been on yes. the plane yeah that was uh de-iced and i didn't really understand i was because they was outside and it was playing i was like this is like a car wash what the fuck is happening here because you all you seem like these big ass machines go like around the plane yeah it took like an extra 10 15 minutes to do it but i'm you know in my mind the way i think uh because i think some people are like oh no we're inconvenienced we're it's gonna take 10 more minutes or whatever and and, and most flights at least the ones we've flown on i've noticed that they always err on the side of um oh it's gonna take an hour and a half but really take an hour 15 minutes or it's gonna take you know whatever right they estimate too long right yeah and it's like i think it's because when you land you still had a taxi to a place where you can get out right so the f- time in the air is actually shorter than they normally say it's gonna be correct anyway the um <laughs> the uh the icing thing though i was like good yes de-ice this shit come like, on 
whatever it takes away i don't want to be halfway to fucking seattle and they be like up the the engines iced over or something i don't know what the rules are (laughs) anything that takes a little more time to make sure that i'm alive you take your time and do it if we need to coast around a couple more trips let's do that too fuck it right and uh i didn't know what it was so somebody sent me a link and to come to find out about the uh de-icing uh whenever you go up in the air they have certain equipment that can actually change shape so they de-ice to help it keep its form for uh taking off and landing so we then get to seattle um couldn't see shit that fog was thicker than beyonce's eyes i was like what the fuck is happening here yeah it was so that fog like i shout out to computers couldn't nobody see that runway um and we we landed in pure black fog it was like and that's the thing because the sun sets earlier in the winter we like we really got a little bit of sunlight during the flight i think we even saw the sun go down we did it was beautiful but yes and then that was it that was did we we arrived in darkness as charlie murphy uh would say yes, that we Rick did. james said so um we get to the to the airport uh they had a code for us so we get a lift to the hotel and that comes out of that code we didn't have to pay for it and it's very very different there they actually have uh a designated area for like your lips and your ubers just like separate so like they have a general area with like family and friends you know pick up and then they have a separate area and it's really really smart because you keep you keep that traffic separate from the people it is like look i want to pick up my grandpa now i gotta wait in the same line that you know susan or sharon or or or, or karen is waiting on uber man yeah it's just super convenient um so yeah i love the way that airport was designed like everything would happen was really fast um and you just go and there's a lot of signage you go to the right place uh get picked up by the car and uh this dude was ethiopian i think um and he uh he had like a ethi i guess what it would be an ethiopian you know i'm a i'm a black person from america that's ignorant all of it sounds like african accents to me i'm not 100 percent sure how to tell the difference but he was telling us about ethiopian food yeah that's yes i figured yeah. he was asking us a lot of questions about where we were from and did we have ethiopians in charlotte and i was like you know what i'm so ignorant i've never thought about it me either we might go check them out you know yeah because charlotte's growing and has such a diversity i'm pretty sure it's somewhere around here to got it yeah i'm sure we do somewhere and mm-hmm. he's telling us like what foods we need to try mm-hmm. and telling us that it's not really foggy that often there and that this is just very thick and that tomorrow we'll see it be beautiful and he says it never snows in seattle really right um which i you know in my mind i just thought it must snow y'all always talk about how it never stops raining uh but i don't think it really rained the whole time we were there it didn't um so we get to the hotel um uh, check into our room and everything and that night there's an event where you, you, you it's like a mixer kind of they show you the um show you around the uh space and where you're going to be doing your your uh panels mm-hmm. where you're going to do your live show things of this nature um and we had like hors d'oeuvres um drinks drinks uh like you know like a pretty casual thing so you know and uh I, this is one of those things in my mind i made my like i'm going to do this tonight because yeah. i need to know where the spaces are tomorrow and uh you know it, and it was like seven eight o'clock their time which means like 10 or 11 o'clock at night our time right anyway so we go meet people we got to meet um dylan um who does um 
the podcast about um it's called a uh, conversation with people that hate me or something mm-hmm. like that um so we got to meet with uh he was there we met we met francesca for a second there mm-hmm. that night uh we met a couple of people that were hosting um our podcast uh ho- our podcast panels mm-hmm. um and dylan was hosting one too um but i think we met ashley who was really cool she was real cool uh, I think Ashley does a podcast about um environment the environment on NPR. Mhm. Right. It was wonderful talking with her. Yeah, so uh she was she was real cool um and um like I said that was that like we had a good conversation with her and uh, her husband I believe was there. Mm-hmm. Um It was a very open conversation everybody you know cuz we were just sharing we talked about uh, vast majority of things you know they asked us about us and our show and you know we were very open and honest and it was just really uh it was just a joy to talk to them because we were actually had got food and we was actually just sitting and eating and they came over there to talk to us and we met uh ariana that night mm-hmm. um she's she, good people too she's a producer for a podcast about like uh, harry potter, potter. it was um, just very popular yeah and it was like a cool like idea where they like kind of discuss it through the lens of like religion and stuff Mm -hmm. um and so she was hosting the panel for us and then like i said uh dylan was was we met him for a second too and he was like i'll start following dylan mary he's like i started following you on twitter and stuff i was like cool i follow everybody back and stuff Mm -hmm. i still need to go make sure i follow everybody back i do too because i might not have if i haven't hit me let me know but um yeah and so you know they were just talk. some of them would go over like what podcast topics and questions some of them had emailed us already what mm-hmm. questions they were gonna ask um they were picking our brains getting to know us i was really impressed with how much research people had done people had gone and listened to our podcast yes, they had. to be like oh i, I really like your, your show i had never heard of it and i'm like good that means it's working you know um when we got invited to PyCon, one of the things i did was they sent us an email like what are you kind of willing to do do you want to do like a creator's chat do you want to meet up with your fans do you want to do uh this panel that panel that panel i just said yes to everything right you know like because i was like if we're gonna go so all the way across country we'll never know if we're coming back right let's say yes to everything that way if someone buys a ticket they won't feel like well, I, don't I saw Rod and Karen for five minutes and wasted my whole day or whatever. Yeah, and we gave people time for you might not have been able to come to the first one. So we did three panels, but during the course of the day, you might have seen us at one of the three panels. The other thing too is if um I keep like thinking about how people complain so much about stuff that when they get in a position to change or do something different they don't do shit Mm-mm. and most people complain and they don't have any positivity to add like um you know so-and-so doesn't do this for these people it's like okay well what are you doing to help anybody other than complaining about it come on you know what are you doing to help them figure out a way to help people like and then a lot of times with these panels and stuff you'll see where there's a conference people will complain there's no black representation they didn't have people of color there they didn't talk about topics that i listened as a listener i deal with as people a person of color and things of this nature well this this is a podcast conference is the first one that they're doing uh they've done a video conference before this is their first podcast one and they're trying to find a way to get people involved and inviting us i'm like yeah i want to be on every i would like to give my opinion my input 
uh karen's input karen's opinion on anything we can like Mm -hmm. you know we'll have a perspective that may not be represented there and i don't feel like a stereotype or anything i feel like these are my thoughts is how i feel representation matters to people i want to have our fans out there they they, if they decide to attend these panels they're going to get introduced to some new shows Mm -hmm. you know i wasn't looking at it as a one-way street of oh new people will meet us i was looking at like our fans hopefully will can become fans of other stuff that they had never heard of until that day correct because lord knows these podcasts are huge and i hadn't heard of all of them right many of these concepts were new to me people was there in cosplay and shit yes they were so that night we get to meet everybody have some really good conversations with people we go on a little tour to space mm-hmm. then after that i'm like all right i think i'm out gonna head yeah, back because it was hotel. late our time yeah and um you know we ate the hors d'oeuvres and Which stuff was really good spanakopita okay we had some spanakopita up in there we had some dungeon crab mm-hmm. uh cakes we had all kinds of stuff um so i uh did that and um karen we did that we went back to the hotel room um and that night we were gonna try to get up with uh because i think it was shiny at either text me or something or he said something about wanting to get up um and hang out a oh, little him bit and, and with, people's critic yeah uh him no 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 no, not that okay. night okay it was him and i think i was gonna try to get up with adjective j too ah okay but uh we were so tired Mm-mm. and we had traveled six hours and oh, then after right. the meeting it was whatever so i was like you know what tomorrow you know i hit right. I, t- I, t- I text him right yeah, before i passed out i was like mm. i text him and say hey we're gonna do dinner uh breakfast in the morning with my man tim people's critic right. you guys may know him mm-hmm. friend of the show um and so the next morning we get up to go do breakfast this was great because one we kept waking up way too early yeah y'all y'all know me and i've said this when i would go to uh jamaica when i went to jamaica i always wake up early and when i travel you know like roger said he can't eat i can't sleep so i just i'm just waking up at the crack of dawn so i kept waking up at uh 6 30 our time which was like 3 30 a.m their time so i was waking up going what the fuck because i was looking at the clock going but it says 3 30 why the fuck are you up body my body was like fuck you i got an alarm clock and it says 6 30 right. so a lot of times uh i wake up then a lot of times i stay up an hour too because i i automatically no alarm no nothing i would automatically wake up and uh so a lot of times i wake up then i would force i would take a daytime nap like i would force myself to go back to sleep because i know it's a time zone change and i was like okay cam you don't go back to sleep you're gonna be fucking exhausted right um so you know we get up with tim uh kind of early uh we had and we know we're gonna have panels all day like starting at 11 30 or so um so we get up with him he takes us to get breakfast we try to go to this place called biscuit bitch which uh has no seating so i'm like i'm not standing eating biscuits in the cold fuck that shit so we go find another place called like bako breakfast or something we go there uh sit down and uh look at the menu ain't no grits on the menu no and no sweet tea yeah that was weird um uh, i don't know why you worry about sweet tea though you're not gonna you never eat sweet tea for breakfast uh drink sweet tea for breakfast um i just want to know what's on the menu uh, just the comfort i guess yes well i i'll do eat grits and i ain't see no grits on the menu uh but they did have salad but not fruit salad salad salad, salad. salad. so yeah, like salad 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 dressing i had a egg sandwich and a salad at at 8 a whatever it was 8 a.m i had a, a a crab um 
omelet that was actually delicious but once again eating on the road i couldn't eat it all couldn't i couldn't really finish it yeah um, that's a funny part i don't have a problem roger I, i'll eat like that's what i'm like i'm hungry to eat yeah so um which it's not as bad at the end of the day after everything's done but in the beginning of the day when i i'm thinking about all the panels all the shit i gotta do is just it's just one more thing slowing me down so yeah and we got to walk through the city we went sightseeing and uh tim was like an excellent uh tour guide tim was uh tour guide and so well that a, a, a white dude was like uh yeah you 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 a tour guide right he took us by leroy's suits yes it was too early for leroy buddy but them suits were lit yeah I, he said this is exactly what you think is inside and i said you know what because i did it looked like it leroy suits look like a kind of place where um they call you nigga at the salesman yes! like not not to just the customers but the salesmen are like come here nigga let me talk to you for a second you're like oh man what kind of places listen pimp you know like yes. that kind of shit yes i'll put like this the whole 64 124 uh crayola uh crayon color was there it was a beautiful thing it's almost like uh the suits you or the kng here yeah it just look like all the people that work in there dress like the joker's henchmen and say shit come on like, with, a, with a measuring tape around their neck right and say you look good in some loud ass color yeah oh you look like you look like you look good in some red you know yes you want this melon green what yes so um and then we saw pike's market or something mm-hmm. which is the place where they throw the fish if you ever see it on tv on nfl yeah, yeah we didn't go down in there though um and then uh you know uh with the target came back and i had on this shirt that day that said i'm rooting for everybody black uh you know Issa ray's uh famous quote mm-hmm. and um <laughs> this city had to lead the league in the most white people that approved of my shirt <laughs> right they had to let me know too it was they just, went down there but like you, somebody might actually shake their head at you getting the L. i ain't gonna say that but it just led the league in approval it was white people just stopping like hey me too buddy and i'm like what is oh my shirt and one white woman stopped and helped us get directions in the target we went to and i know she, she was so helpful and then when i turned back around she said i love your shirt me too and gave me a thumbs up <laughs> she was old as hell too i was like okay oh white lady i see you um and then uh so we go to target kind of come back uh get our badges and stuff for the hotel you lay down for a second um because i that's the thing i like to do to kind of recharge i like laying down between these events mm-hmm. it really helps and you know i kind of even if i can't sleep i kind of meditate or in my head like kind of calm myself think about what i'm gonna do kind of walk myself through my expectations yeah. you know I, I think about you know the comments uh the 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 jokes the uh the the points i want to get across the questions i expect to be asked interactions with the audience things of this nature you know uh especially when it, when it comes a lot dealing with a lot of people because between these events you're gonna there's a i mean the whole place now is packed with fans mm-hmm. so and they're not all necessarily fans of us some of them are gonna be coming up to us for the first time like who are you what do y'all do right and i think like i said i think we kind of prepare very differently i am also because Roderick to an extent I have pressure too but Roderick to an extent have more pressure than I do because he's kind of the person that kind of keeps the show or what we do on track more than I do mm-hmm. I'm almost like the freestyler so for me I'm a lot I don't got nervous like once but overall I'm more relaxed you know well the panels to me is different because we both are doing just talking okay so I don't have to like 
lead or organize anything i just need to show up right but it's just people you know it's just people. right you just, right i, have yeah. To, I yeah. recharge my batteries i kind of mm-hmm. i have this weird i don't know it's almost like a i don't know how to explain it. i guess it's anxiety i guess is what i would call it but you know i kind of just lay down in the bed mm, just, just kind of talk, talk to myself mm-hmm. in my head you know kind of mm-hmm because my mind won't stop racing and my mind does this thing where i think of conversations i think i've talked about this on the air before but i think of conversations like branches like if you imagine a river and then conversation paths are like tributaries on that river or, or, or branches of that river that branch off and i and my mind keep goes through every one it's crazy i don't know how like ah. uh so i don't know how to turn it off and so i'll just kind of lay there close my eyes and can kind of talk myself through it walk myself through it i you know let myself like no like you're gonna be okay it's gonna be fine it's just right. people you've done this before uh-huh. you're good at this it's your you're in your element you All know right. um and once i kind of like peacefully kind of transition and calm myself down i'll sometimes i fall asleep even um but then you know we head over to the um to the event um and uh to our first panel and we go to the meeting room we're supposed to meet up with everybody yeah. uh and also and also i think uh i guess that's the and also uh i had to learn and, and this is another reason why we rest people are draining to you and so right. it's like you almost have to almost like recharge your battery mm. and so that's how i view it you know this mm. is from you know extrovert talking so once i understood that i was like oh okay you need to recharge your batteries so that you can have the energy to get up with more people yeah i i'm a, um is i and that's I not a know, bad thing yeah i don't know the right word for it exactly but i've been taking the describing it this way i feel like i'm a um, relationship perfectionist mm. with people to a certain extent and it's not all relationships are romantic but like even mm-hmm. friendships and i want to be there for people i want to say things that mean things that mean are meaningful i want to listen to people um and it kind of takes energy to do that yes, i think a lot of people kind of bullshit their way through conversations they don't listen to people they don't really care what you could be talking to a brick wall as far as most people are concerned right. um but i like to be present you know and that and it does take something out of you as opposed yes, to just it does. how's the weather fine or whatever or i'm just happy to see you all oh, and, and that's it you know so um uh so you know i would i you know and i'm thinking and like i said i think about these things before i say them you mm-hmm. know i think about you know what possibly people are gonna say you know and so uh anyway i i get to we get to uh the first the little meeting room you, you know they have food and stuff in there i drink hot tea because that helps calm my stomach down a little bit yeah i really enjoy hot tea they had a lot of hot tea in the little room yeah i drank a lot of hot tea this week anyway i would drink it. it it helps it helps a little bit with the nerves and everything too so we go to our first panel they walk us down and the first one is on communities um which was a interesting panel because we were there with uh some of the people that kind of put the panel the the whole thing together right um i think the host of my brother my brother and me were all there Mm -hmm. i think um at least two of them were Mm -hmm. i know um travis was there and i think the other dude's name is doug if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. um so and and it was we were it was called we love communities uh drew ackerman was there he does a podcast i think it's called the sleep with me podcast mm-hmm, which is very for, popular yes yeah, for people with like anxiety and different order disorders and stuff that mm-hmm. they turn on the podcast and he tells you a story till you fall asleep oh. um there was a dude julian coster who i still don't know what julian podcast about 
uh julian was cool he he don't even have social media Mm-mm. he was the only dude on the panel for communities that didn't have social, social media. media i was like how did you know when you showed up it wasn't Some, just gonna be like a bunch of alt-right nazis or something how did like how can you be so, so sure yeah people around him keep him informed you got to you got to have a team of people to just say hey show up yeah it was oh travis and hank that's who was there mm-hmm. and so travis and hank were there hank green um and then um we had a great panel you know uh i think uh ariana hosted that one um and she was a really cool person uh she had she had just coming off of uh, giving an opening speech at podcon yeah, the opening ceremony and people were congratulating her like you can you killed this speech and stuff we had talked to her the night before mm-hmm. and she's like yeah i'm a little worried because i had to do the speech and i i'm normally behind the mic i don't right she really, don't talk i'm a producer so that and i'm like you gonna kill it don't even worry about it and she did and uh she hosted great panel um and i think karen's the only woman on this panel mm-hmm. so the energy when you have men talking very much like boisterous people kind of and it wasn't argumentative Mm-mm. but you know men are very much like i have an idea i'm gonna say it you know and just hopping out there and stuff um but you know the thing karen and i shared the mic so the thing i tried to and and ariana was a great moderator so what i try to do is if i spoke i try to make sure to get karen the mic so it's her turn or vice versa mm-hmm. um uh and then the uh ariana also did a good job making sure everyone got a turn to speak so right. that was cool um then we did a panel about tough topics mm-hmm. and that one was hosted by ashley uh the the lady who does the npr environmental uh show before we but before we do that before we move on after we did the first panel there were fans that were there like mm-hmm. they were there and it was really neat just to see them because it was like the first panel so you look out and you know uh we seen faces like this is the first time we had seen rashani Mm-hmm. and bacon and bacon and, and some other people and there was some people that kind of snuck in in the background and uh they that just, was the other thing i was looking at every black person in there like do we know each other and a lot like of them were like they were, they were like waving i was like winking right. yeah it, it was uh wonderful uh to see just the positive energy then afterwards uh they we we talked to them you know did a meet and greet and taking photos we were there uh because it was like what 30 minutes between the first one and the second from the second panel we was actually in the same room right so the lady was like uh do y'all want the same spots we was like huh she was like y'all not y'all gonna be right back in here so we basically set the same seats for the next panel and so it was wonderful actually to take pictures and meet and greet and stuff during that time yeah um and so the other thing that happened was uh how come you're not on screen uh uh microsoft was like uh time to reboot okay sorry well um anyway so she so we also got to talk to fans between the uh panels we kind of got to you know uh finally greet people because when we walked in it felt cool because where we were sitting that's also where all the people that knew us were sit, sitting right on that same side so yes. it was like right by that um thing the only thing is when you talk because of everyone's kind of drawn towards the middle i was on the end so you i try to look at the people that are talking so i ended up feeling like i was looking away from everybody the whole time but mm-hmm. i was, you know but i i just thought it was cool you know yeah, and also um, that they came out to support us and that you know especially we got to talk to them after yes and something else i really enjoyed about all the panels but particularly the physical was our first one was the energy in the room was real relaxed like there was it's like everybody just came to listen mm. because you know it's a, it's a pie con so you, you probably do a lot of 
podcasters future podcasters looking into podcasting coming to enjoy so it was really a relaxed uh room as far as people being receptive and hearing what you had to say yeah and i mean you know also we you know we were giving great answers and i think we covered things from perspectives that people don't necessarily uh get and Correct. um and, but in a good way though like right. i'm glad we were there to make sure those things are said because you know i think um especially talking about communities one and hopefully we'll get the audio for this panel so y'all can hear it mm-hmm. but one of the things people do is you know i i talked about you know running the facebook group right i talked about having to get realizing when something's so big you have to hand it off to people that you don't have to give access to everything that you're not here for 24 hours to be somebody's daddy or parent you know that you can't solve every dispute that you know um things of this nature uh that really um you know because you want to be funny you want to make jokes but you want to be insightful and you want to be honest and so you know i try to talk about that you know people were talking about backlash like what do you do when you have a moment or a thing that happens and, and people turn on the show or something and how do you deal with that within the community and all that stuff and uh you know so i i felt like we gave really good answers from our perspectives then the top topic one same sort of vibe um ashley is an amazing moderator yes on this panel i think i was the only dude you were you were only dude you <laughs> were the only dude we went from one for me being the only woman to this one you being the only man which is amazing because the it was organized so different mm-hmm. like um women are so yeah women are different ordered yes, like they are. It's, you know it's it's weird because men like to pride themselves on like we're the logical reasonable ones like it's a bunch of spocks and shit but in general like th- this panel was very much like okay your turn to talk okay this is my question and then everyone that's goes how down we the talk. line yeah and right and, and back up the line the next time and mm-hmm. this time i'm gonna start with so-and-so and like ashley was a great moderator uh she was able to give examples of her own um with the, some of the questions she was asking um and at the end they always turn it over to the audience to ask questions and so afterwards in addition to us meeting people for the first time taking pictures with people which i think you know they people probably noticed because uh it was kind of weird i don't and, and maybe i just missed it or maybe just these other podcasts are so much bigger kind of right um but like we were constantly taking pictures of people yeah like like literally the whole time we were there and i think some people came up there for the fact that we were just constantly taking pictures and on our panel witness the panel we did with apana and uh tough topics yeah yeah and the lady from criminal yes that's tough and, topics and uh uh the lady from it was amazing to hear her talk because i've heard a voice before so it, so for some of these people it was like you were hearing them for the friend we may uh, um we first time we heard upon it was on keeping the girl well first time i heard of was on keeping the girl mm-hmm. and um it was very enjoyable just to be up there i mean i know you were there as a man but it was just enjoyable just to be up there with nothing but women yeah um and you know i wasn't trying to talk over nobody or you know pull some like listen latest you know but yeah um we had uh and then vanessa was there too she's a co-host of that harry potter uh podcast she mm-hmm. was so funny yes she was she had some good <laughs> jokes about uh, voldemort or dealing with people who had a problem with her not liking like snape. snape like that was so good um you know that's the other thing so i like i said i don't know if it's just like there's kind of a the panelists are kind of separate from the regular people in the room quote unquote 
but you know for us it was like if you came out to see us what's hey how you doing yeah, like so we stepped off the stage and people were asking questions people were taking pictures and and things like that then they had to actually get set up for next panel so we actually went outside and we stood outside uh where uh we were actually was yeah at, yeah go ahead uh, but i was gonna say no go ahead go ahead what are you gonna say oh I was gonna, so we stood outside and we took more pictures and 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 and, and got to meet a lot of more people yeah i i just felt like we constantly had people around us yes in the, in the, but in a good way yes and i think was that, so much energy i think that we have such great fans that the energy was infectious yes. and it made people want to come over because there was a lot of people that had never heard of us Mm-mm. and this was their first time hearing what we think about shit and, mm-hmm. you know uh there were some awkward questions there were you know it was a lot of white people too so you know they had not only hadn't heard of us they don't even know what the fuck we be talking about right mm-hmm. so and i was handing out business cards i was like because you didn't want to constantly repeat yourself so they'd be like, i'm like here you go here you go here yeah you go. and you know me i i had business cards but i reserved mine uh it was, it was like business card is a great way to get somebody to go away but it's also like you know i don't really like what if you gonna be annoying and email me some shit and i'm gonna be like oh i, I remember you so <laughs> i had to pick my spots right so anyway um people was coming over and it's like can i get a picture with y'all i like you know what's your show about one dude keep in mind the panel after the one panel we did was tough topics right it's tough topics like it's not really funny it's we're talking about like we were being kind of funny but i wasn't trying to that's the other thing i wasn't trying to end every comment with a joke right you know i was trying to be honest as possible sometimes it's funny sometimes it's not um and one dude came up to me afterwards he was like uh you know uh what uh, you guys are so sharp and insightful or that what what is what's your name of your podcast and i said it's the black guy who tips and he's like the black guy who tips what that confuses what is that about yes. and i said it's a comedy podcast and he he, he looked like, like i told him horses can talk he was uh, like what a comedy podcast i was like yes he's like but y'all y'all were just so serious and i was like yes and we're funny too like we <laughs> many of those answers i start i started most, i started most of my answers with well we try to approach this these tough topics through comedy right you know i told i talked about the games we play i don't know what he thought he heard <laughs> but he was he was convinced that it's good times over here that it's all woe is me and shit and i was like nah man it's we do a funny show um we make jokes out of stuff and we still talk about things you know but uh yeah i think uh karen gave him a card and stuff and then uh people were bringing us gifts and stuff yes we were getting bags and all types of stuff bacon and stuff like like not the person bacon bacon uh we got literal chocolate Chocolate cover bacon um so then uh we talked to everybody for a little bit and i and our next panel was until like 4 30 and i'm like time to recharge i gotta go lay down so we talked for a little bit with everybody um and then i went and laid down wasn't this the time we were uh there too and like i said because we were very friendly and approachable people were actually like we did i think one white dude was saying that he was doing a show it was weird though he was saying that he was doing a show and okay i wasn't even gonna talk about these people but several people came over to ask questions some people was cool some people wasn't i treated every 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 question with respect and i answered it honestly and tried to be as helpful as possible Mm -hmm. 
but some of these questions i like like one woman she was just talking about how to get a show popular how to get it more people listen and you know and the rashani was there too so rashani was kind of giving her um answers to as a podcaster uh who's been doing it for 10 years so you know i was glad i was kind of glad he was there too because i'm like cool you know like more ideas and i don't gotta come up with all the ideas because it's a lot of pressure when someone just walk up to you out the blue like how do i get my podcast popular and i don't want to be like well, what's it about what are you doing like because those are, you need detailed answers to right. be honest mm-hmm. um and i try to give people general tips and stuff but it's some stuff i really think uh, you just need a direction to go in mm-hmm. so like we talked to this woman christine she was uh oh christina yeah she was cool uh and i was like you know what start a facebook page you know uh because i think the other thing is while we are more accessible more people were talking to us we had more cool uh i don't want to say cooler fans but we had fans that were really there to like to, they weren't afraid to come up to yeah, us interact with us yeah, yeah we, we didn't have like a signing session or something or something that i think which if we were more popular or we were different like a category maybe that would be something we would need to do one day right but i the thing i was saying while we were there was i want to enjoy this time because i don't know what's going to change we don't know right like i saw you just shake your head right now we don't know we didn't we didn't know we'd be getting invited out to do conferences when we started the show correct i don't know what changes like maybe you get as popular as like francesca and now yeah. I, and now you have to do a signing because you can't do a meetup or, right you know i don't know and right, so i want to overwhelming yeah, yeah. i want to enjoy the process every step along the way so correct. If, enjoy if right, the steps yeah if right now that means that we are able to like give pounds and hugs and take pictures with people that came out to see us that's dope we might we might we may or may not be able to do that again like you're not gonna see crystal and 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 kid fury coming out to to hug and shake people's hands like that that that's unless it's something scheduled you know what i'm saying it's just not accessible they 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 can't be accessible like they have so many fans right people kind of consume them from a different angle than us yes they do so it's just you know it's a lot of pressure and stuff Oh, and i understand why they do that like reasons behind that and i'm saying i don't know if this if this will continue or not correct so i'm enjoying this time to that we can do this but i think it also invites other people who just go look at them cool people taking pictures correct so they come over and they hang out uh and they ask questions so you know and then one dude that you're talking about he had like an accent i don't know where he's from but he was like i started i want to do a pod i started a podcast where i just interview people about different controversial topics and i'm like and he was like but it's not going so good uh because the people you know the show's not being good quality the people don't always know what they're talking about blah blah so i was like what's the what is the hook of this show and he's like i'll just find somebody and be like uh you're a trump voter i want to get to understand where you coming from what you talking about so i'll talk to them or black lives matter i'll talk to somebody that's pro black lives matter and stuff and i said okay and then you're not getting a good in your opinion this is his words like you're not feeling like you're getting a satisfactory podcast in result right he's like yeah i said okay this way you might could do a little better and this is only if you want to start looking for people that are either experts in this field or they already kind of talk about it right so if you can find someone who has a podcast that discuss black lives matter issues talk to that person because they're already doing a podcast they want to be heard they want to talk if you're just pulling random people off the street like this man on the street shit like it's going to be bad because the average person doesn't know like how to 
host something audio wise they don't Mm-mm. they haven't really thought out long sentences they're not used to talking to express right. themselves they may or may not have the proper equipment the average person don't they might just be fucking like making shit up you just it don't might know be batshit insane you don't know so there were questions like that too is what i'm saying uh but i don't remember everybody that question i do remember him because karen just brought him back up but you know most for the most part though i think people also like asking us questions because we was a uh, may now i don't know we may have been the only podcasters that weren't in like a network and that were independent and worked for ourselves totally and we don't one of the few we yeah. don't have have other podcasts under us or anything so if there you know maybe there were more but i know for a fact it was you know we definitely are one and i think to a certain extent that appeals to certain people out there because most people probably trying to start a podcast are more like us mm-hmm. like you you're not coming at this because you were a comedian you're not coming at this because you were a famous youtuber right. you're not coming at this because there's like a lot of people are just like how do i go get a microphone get some recording equipment and study this and do this myself mm-hmm. um so that was a big thing um so we go rest come back and we do the um podcast of for podcast of color panel mm-hmm. uh and i was really looking forward to this one one i mean i already was looking forward to um to tough topics just but that was mostly about we met the host for the first two panels and i yes. just really we hit it off with them that night mm-hmm. and had a good conversation i just was like this is gonna be fun and i wanted to make it as as memorable and fun as possible for them as well correct um but the podcast about uh for panel for podcast of color one this is one of the main reasons i wanted to be there Mm -hmm. now i know some people would feel like oh why are you putting the podcast of color on a panel to talk about this shit you know like spread them out let them be on a bunch of stuff well we were on a bunch of stuff we said yes to everything Uh, yeah some of them was on various different panels too yeah i don't know everybody else's schedule Mm -hmm. like that um but you know dylan Marin was hosting it um uh paul bay was there mm-hmm. uh, he, he he uh does a voice for night of the veil mm-hmm. um uh francesca ramsey was there um and uh a partner was on this joint too mm-hmm. um she wasn't listed in the thing but um she was on this too um uh upon a not Shara. and uh i had heard her on keith and the girl mm-hmm. a, uh, uh maybe a year or two ago um uh you know and i had heard her on uh misandry with marsha and ray mm-hmm and uh we even talked a little bit about marsha and ray and stuff and uh she was real cool people um mm-hmm. everybody on this panel was cool people everybody that we met was cool, cool people, people to be honest yeah. with you. to be uh completely honest like i didn't have any bad interactions with them but Mm-mm. um so yeah we did this panel and i felt like uh, the other reason i was looking forward to this one is i knew the audience was going to be a lot of people of color because this is the kind yes, of panel was. that you come to because you're interested in this mm-hmm. um and uh you know people of color that's my shit black people that's my shit so uh we had a good time yes and it was brown people it was all types of brown people out there yeah uh and it was wonderful to see the diversity in the brownness it wasn't all black people right. brown it was all i think this was probably where we earned quote unquote the most fans who didn't know about us but correct they left that room like who's that and how do i hear more of that mm-hmm. um 
so that was fun i hope we get the audio for this panel yes um really uh karen was uh going off uh francesca at one time said uh i just want her to be my life coach <laughs> <laughs> uh which was a really cool moment yes. um i know i made a joke about scar joe that really went over well yes because that's the thing some of the jokes you make will actually roll over well in the room like this that it right. might not roll over well in other rooms yeah yeah because you know we talked about black twitter and all. we talked about black twitter due the course of various different things but in this particular room black twitter actually means more because a lot of these people are in black twitter so that was that and this this night of all the nights was the one where i nigga jet lag punched me in my motherfucking face we got off the panel and once again like at the end of the day when i'm when everything's over i feel better and unfortunately with the whole introvert shit even meeting and talking to people i know or like still kind of counts as like if you have hit points in the rpg it still takes down my hit points um even if i'm having a good time it's still kind of like you know like i said it just it just is what it is you know me when me and karen do things by ourselves um or on vacation or even when we went to revolt con we i think we did a meet up with fans but mostly it was me and karen just going out doing stuff Mm mm-hmm totally fine you know but then it's uh, now you have to go talk to this person or meet this thing or be at this thing and then all of a sudden it starts counting right yes so we talked to everybody for a while and i'm like i'm heading back i'm gonna go lay down yeah um before you go into that uh more people after this panel more people came and it was meet and greet and all of a sudden i heard a voice and i was like i know that voice mm-hmm and it was the matthew from spilled milk right if you guys listen to karen if you're premium if you listen to karen's um spinoff show uh lip smacking good Mm -hmm. she interviewed matthew going on three years years maybe four years three Mm -hmm. or four years ago one of my favorite podcasts and um they had i think it's called spoiled milk spilled milk spilled milk okay Mm -hmm. spilled milk they had a, a good conversation good interview and he remembered that interview yes and he said he had such a good time day when he saw her name on the panel that he was like i'm gonna come watch you at the panel and they got a picture together and everything and it was real cool yeah you took a picture with them too and it's one of those things where it was some people that were actually invited that mm-hmm. actually did like one panel the whole time like he was you know right. so him and his co-host had already did a panel for that day and like said he see me and it was one of those things just like y'all like if y'all wasn't hear our voices you would turn around and be like oh my gosh that's right that's how i was with him mm-hmm. i heard his voice i was like oh my god i know who that voice is right and it was just wonderful to actually meet somebody or meet a podcaster that you hear in your ears and i was like oh my god it was just wonderful and i got all excited and fangirled out so you know we are also podcast fans i don't think people understand that yeah we produce stuff but we also enjoy and like other podcasters also so it was wonderful to meet him i know other people um who actually uh listened to that show was saying that they became fans of the show because i've talked about them uh about them on the show but on the regular regular show and so it was just wonderful to meet him wish i could have met his co-host but i got to meet him and it was wonderful uh that he took the time out to actually come and hear us and he talked about how wonderful job we had we had done and and it was just a a joy to actually meet him and it's also wonderful um like I was saying that some people actually went to all three of our panels. So we, so they were giving us energy the whole time. And sometimes I don't think 
our fans don't realize we feed off of their energy yeah we have our own energy but it's just wonderful to look out in the crowd and and see people that are actually rooting for you in the crowd that are actually agreeing with you in the crowd and this the last panel we did was so much fun because you had a lot of brown people so it was more vocal and more loud as far as their interaction with us it was amens and it was a lot of finger snapping like if somebody said something that people enjoy all of a sudden you would just hear this rise of finger snapping or this rise was like go girl or yes and so that panel right i enjoyed all the panel but that panel right there was like this is the element um, that I that I love because I love brown people and you know the and and what I realized the difference between uh, uh, brown people and white people when it comes to interaction white people enjoy stuff too but they express their enjoyment different a lot of white people just walk up to me I enjoyed your show it was great I'm like thank you and I want to interact with them and then they take off somewhere else I go to the bathroom so people they enjoyed it but it was like they would come tell you then leave you know versus for a lot of brown people you get the interaction right then you get almost get the gratification right then and that's what i love about us you know we'll let you know right then how we feel about something be it good bad or indifferent we let you know so i really really um enjoyed that particular panel yeah also um yeah it was like black church up in there yes uh for some of it i forget i didn't even know this uh this one lady who was there uh she had elf ears or whatever yes uh but she was so vocal i loved her she was amazing um and you know people was like yelling out answers to questions yes you know jokes and stuff so i i enjoyed that panel tremendously um and then we kind of like wrapped up and um you know told everybody our our goodbyes and i like i said like it was i had been so full of like anticipation anxiety and wanting to, and then like determinants like i'm gonna get this done like i'm putting myself in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. because but you know sometimes you gotta be uncomfortable to uh to to prosper you know yes, to learn to, to succeed and all that so all this shit was kind of out of my comfort zone you know uh but at the same time once we get on a microphone we sit down i feel like i'm right back in my comfort zone right and then the second it's over it's back to like okay people 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 talk do this you know all that stuff so um we get done uh hung out with our fans for a little bit longer talk mm-hmm. to people and then it's like all right i'm gonna go lay down like i don't know if i'll get up later and try to get something to eat or not but i could i just felt like a sack of bricks so we go back to the hotel room for a little bit did we do our interview or we did it did we do it the next night we did it no you're right okay so we also had an interview after this panel mm-hmm. with this uh lady lauren mm-hmm. from black nerd problems yes uh and she was cool she was there for press and mm-hmm. so that was another thing so yeah that's what it was after this i was i was like i like i was it was hitting me like trying to lay down but we had one more thing to do so uh you know we had to say our goodbyes to people like hey you know we may or may not very patient because she was like yeah i know y'all talking she was like don't rush you know i'll be here right but i i don't i I don't feel comfortable with that like her time tied up yeah you're waiting on us i'm not gonna big time you Mm -hmm. i'm not like at the same time not trying to just luckily for us our fans have been at everything so this was not like high by it was like okay we've seen y'all three four yeah, times and a day was like i see you tomorrow yeah like y'all go do your thing whatever y'all get into have fun we'll see y'all tomorrow at the meetup so you know peace to everybody and that, and also my default personality i ain't really assume we'd see everybody tomorrow everybody be at the meetup and stuff it's kind of like 
if y'all come through cool no pressure y'all really over showed out and showed up yes y'all did today this is so impressive talking to everybody was so impressive meeting everybody today phase correct people that i've only known via digital voice or right. skype or whatever uh webcam you know to see those people close close up in person that meant the world to me yes sir um you know people i know from twitter and stuff you know mm-hmm. i still can't remember snarky licious real name she's snarky licious to me right uh, <laughs> like we had great right. conversation and she's still like i'm still like oh yes i know you from twitter like so it was just kind of like stuff like that so um we go to do our interview and it was a great interview like i thought it would just be kind of short um and i did but same thing don't want to big time people don't want to assume it's going to be short and i think my the way my mind ticks is very much like well, this probably this person probably not that interested in whatever it is they just want to get a couple quotes she and leave was very interested she was she was so dope she was such a great she was like y'all just talk y'all everybody just talk i'm good right she just like recorded the conversation told her uh i don't think it's out yet but you know link us when it's done right. you know i know she got hella shit to edit now because we talked so long yes and um you know and it was cool you know same thing man we talked you know honesty we talked about like what we really been through you know we talked because you know that nerd intersection the thing i tried to the thing i want to pass on the most when it comes to like that black nerd sphere is we gotta love each other right it's just so much in fighting among blackness and we bring that to nerd shit and a lot of times it can be so destructive and it's not necessarily a positive place for everybody nope i think um blackness is more than just struggle and it's more than just um no matter what i'm presented with i'm gonna find a way to complain yeah but there's these schisms in blackness that kind of come out when it's like you know the nerds versus the the jocks quote unquote but then you add blackness to it now you got a whole like you ain't black you was a nerd you ain't black you was a jock and i'm like i remember sitting in my dorm room watching uh dragon ball z with a bunch of fucking football players and nerds we was all in that bitch together huddled up like a slave ship seeing if goku was gonna finally beat vegeta this time come on um and that was a beautiful experience you know it was a hbcu but that was a beautiful experience and it taught me so much about preconceived notions we don't know you know um you know we talked a little bit about the whole dim thrones controversy and Mm -hmm. how like you know that that i you know that really happened because there was already a schism there to be exploited people that we share a culture but some of us don't really mess with other ones and we feel like we being judged from their angle they feel like they being Being judged judged from another angle and that week of shows for for at least for me was so important to me Mm -hmm. you know because you know in a lot of you know with firestarter i consider those dudes friends Mm -hmm. so that was one thing you know i feel like we the last generation at this point that's been off the internet as long as we've been on it right we'll we'll definitely be the last one of that so uh, unless net neutrality go take it away anyway right but um so i was like you know we kind of have some old school codes of like yes you my friend and we had an argument but we i still want to be friends right we and don't. i think we're not we weren't of the disposable age yet I right think people now it's a little bit more disposable Disposable. i've been on facebook since i was 14 i'm used to being like you ain't my friend no more unfriend i don't need to see you right you ain't my friend block i don't need to see you i'm, I'm like i'm still at an age where you can beef with somebody and and salvage that somehow right you know where you fight somebody and still expect to see them at the playground um like they don't disappear from life they don't stop breathing don't um 
so anyway uh so that meant so much to me and that was kind of the message i was trying to put under there was like you know we do so much of kicking each other out of blackness kicking each other out of nerd spaces kicking women out kicking uh, lgbtq people out kicking uh people that deal with disabilities out like we do so much of that in the name of black nerdness and i was like i I hope we can get to a point where we can just like enjoy black panther together come on and if you have an issue with it i can hear you out without shutting you down and without questioning your blackness you know stuff like that so we know we talked but that was the kind of conversation we had and it was so fun uh talking to her and then after that that's when we went back to the hotel room to lay down because i was tired as hell and um once we got to the hotel room i felt like i think we sat down for about five minutes we had passed this place that make crepes on the side of the street yes we did and i was like you know what i now i feel hungry <laughs> and i think it's because everything was done for the day i just don't think i can eat when i'm stressed out about what we got to do ah. um so we went back out and we had some um um you, so, we went back crates. and we looked at the yelp reviews for yeah it. i looked at the yelp review it was like this is close we can just walk to it carry back up to the hotel room and eat it uh it was right by the convention center so we had some crates it was called crepe voila or something something like that and they were so good i had a, a salmon and lox crepe mm-hmm. and i had uh a uh ham cheese and egg ham egg and cheese crepe guys god you guys it was so god we got a we got a crepe place here in charlotte but it was trash compared to this right um so anyway i enjoyed it you know um it it was a lot uh it was so good we had a good conversation with them i think we recorded it i don't think i put my video out yet but we talked to them about video up we talked to them about the podcast and all this stuff Mm -hmm. which is it's funny when you listen to somebody that takes tips telling them your podcast the blackout tips because then it's like oh so i'm definitely getting a tip out of this you know what i'm saying so uh but yeah we had a good time talking with them and then i think after that we ate and that's when i went to bed Mm -hmm. all right so next morning we wake up uh demetria had oh no denise i think it was denise denise latricia yeah denise a fan of ours had given us a gift certificate to this place called uh it was a dim sun place I yeah don't something the name something fun of it yeah and then it's so exclusive they only got like four five locations in the world din typhoon is the name of it there's four of them in the united states mm-hmm. three in california one in seattle so it makes mm. they make noodle they make uh dim sum but they also make like soup uh soup noodles or something like that mm. where it's like soup inside of a noodle yes. and when you walk in it look like uh the scene in new jack city where pookie was working in the tower yes because they just got a bunch of asian people in there folding noodles um i mean like they were going to town like, oh my gosh it's a lot dressed in all white you know um and so we go in it's like 10 in the morning but because of that jet lag thank goodness it's one our time football on right and it, y'all it's weird watching football on at 10 a.m in the morning like right. that tripped me out and then i gotta remember that uh because i was like well the ball's gotta be jumping like eight thirty-nine y'all time you know if you preparing for the games at 10 so the dude was like y'all uh uh drinking and all that stuff and i was confused but i was like yeah this ain't north carolina no more yeah in north carolina we can't drink till 10 a.m i believe on sundays mm-hmm. anyway it's a sunday we in there we uh we order some food mm-hmm. um once again 
i'm nerd i don't want to eat too much but it was so fucking good wasn't it delicious i ate it and i didn't even feel sick at all no which is weird because i was sure i was gonna get sick uh because we ate so much and i just we wanted to try everything it was gonna be our only time there um so we ate everything tried everything uh karen made a pork bun talk uh you know took pictures of it and stuff and then we went to um and then after that we went to our meetup it was at like 11 30 uh we met up with our fans and stuff and this was a really cool experience we had there's a designated meetup area we basically basically you you have an hour to meet people Mm -hmm. listen i'm cynical pragmatic all this shit i'm like hope some people show up right that's it like i ain't really got a lot of large list of demands i'm like if we just get a couple people show up speak to them hang out for a couple minutes and we'll you know leave if it's if it's if it's whack you know if we if we uh have you know if it's some sad lonely three people and me and karen then i'll you know i will thank the hell out of them three people come on hang out and listen to whatever they want to talk about for an hour and then go home and be like i guess we don't really have fans no um but it was so many fucking people and as we sat and talked to people it was like a table full of people yeah the longer we to talk more people showed up yeah other people other tables that were there for us start coming over some people that um weren't even there for us came over just to be like i heard y'all on a panel yesterday and i just wanted to come meet y'all or i uh i was sitting over there and i saw how this group of people was out and i'm like what is this about you know Mm -hmm. somebody came and did a book exchange with rashani kind of uh (laughs) somebody uh you know there's a couple people that were there for their podcast or their events and had conversations and um yeah and also it was people that uh because the whole time they actually had staff and volunteers that was like on the walls you know they would tell the the people doing the panel that um you know it was time to wrap it up how much time they had you know they kind of you know help guide you through the you know through the process and uh i think one or two of the people that were staff because one day was like i was on the staff and i enjoyed it so i wanted to come to the meet and greet yeah so um and this and this is also where people that you know we had seen the day before start coming over mm-hmm. uh denise was there the person who gave us the uh and i had to, i hear her on facebook like listen you gave us so much money for this gift card we didn't even like we put a dent in it but you got money left over i'm sending you this we not i don't know when we coming back right i'm sending you the numbers back go get your food okay because we didn't want to waste your money baby (laughs) right i was gonna get a dude the tip of the gift card because i ain't know no better right like you can't do that so (laughs) right because it was like do you want it baby anyway so we get um we meet everybody and then um it was interesting because i don't know what you do when you meet people we've never done a meetup before like it's not like you're doing a podcast right you're doing a meetup right and it's not like a meetup like we did in um miami it was you know this is at an event versus miami we just kind of kind of ate dinner with people and it's gonna be an hour i don't know what to say to people Mm -hmm. see these are the things i say i get nervous so i worry about like these are the things i planted out in my head so Ah, i can because i want to make this a cool event you know i'm not gonna freestyle your shit you know so we get there and um you know people are already there right people are already there and people start coming over and we're talking to people and so people were like asking certain questions and i'm like you know we didn't bring any like merchandise and stuff like because we don't keep that on hand you buy that online but Mm -hmm. um like you want us to sign something we'll sign it you know um so what happened was um it, it was so it was so cool it was so weird um I started talking to people and a couple people asked questions 
so they start asking questions about starting this i think it may have been tim to ask like how'd you start the show right and all of a sudden the longer roger talked everybody that came up just started forming a big circle and it's like as more people came the circle got bigger and bigger it was like a round circle that everybody just kind of stood to everybody just kind of look and just hear you talk yeah it was so crazy because you know normally karen's kind of this life of the party person or whatever um but all these people were sitting around just listening to me tell the story of being laid off and uh and how we started the show and you know i was giving the details and you know it's live basically in person it's like having a live chat room circle around you right. and you know people are laughing people chime in with their own jokes and stories right. people are um you know um kind of digging their, their you know like digging the story and uh asking more questions, questions right and which, branching off so i don't know how long i talked it was a long yeah, ass time which which in a lot of times this lead down to the road so while roger was talking the idea that i came up with since people was like uh we don't have anything to sign what happened was that everybody there signed our badges and we signed theirs so yeah. while roger was talking as people came i just kind of cut off to be sure yeah, because people had some things for us to sign a fan drew a, a picture of us mm-hmm. that was I, we took a picture of it, put on it it was so good we signed that uh um, um we signed uh, uh my man tim won the calendar last year mm-hmm. that we gave away he uh had that for us to sign we signed that right um and then karen like i said had it our placards around our placards or whatever the cards that you get the badges and everyone signed those and we signed everybody's because mm-hmm. we didn't have nothing to sign uh by the way if we do these again next time bring whatever you want us to sign yeah you you guys bring stuff and we'll sign that and we got to put you know faces to twitter handles and right people that donate and call into the show and you mm-hmm. know like i said this i think um this is when i we met michael Irvin. Yes, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, and he is a hundred. He said, "He said this is so funny. I'm the exact opposite of everything Michael Irvin, the <laughs> NFL player, is like." Uh, but nah, he was cool as fuck, man. Um, and I mean, everybody was lit, lit, really, really. Um, and then so then after I had kind of given my spiel about being laid off and working and stuff and you know just kind of talking to everybody um that was when i started asking uh, them questions mm-hmm. like i went around because i was like where everybody from like right. where, what'd you do to get here what you mm-hmm. know and i mean you say humbling uh people traveled some people had to hop on a plane mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were like taking a picture with us and being like i gotta go so i just came all the way here to take this one picture which means you probably had to pay to get in that joint because i don't think nobody got in free no they didn't and that was it like like i can't stay i gotta get on this flight but i'm like arizona they was come from california somebody came from colorado Mm -hmm. uh my man art um Mm -hmm. you know there were people that were coming that were like driving two and three and four hours away right there was uh one lady there the day the, the day before she came out and it was her and her friend and um she was like care like you want to take a picture and all of us can get in the picture and the, her friend was like no no this is really just her thing she's a fan of y'all she i just came out for support and i'm like let's do it. like take the pic let's do it you know she was back um and i'm sorry if i'm blending names together forgetting people's names it was so many people yeah um but i still remember faces i still remember the conversations i had with people and the energy level like y'all y'all don't realize that the energy level that you guys had like on a thousand 
and it like replenished it literally gave us back everything that we poured out i don't know if that makes sense to what y'all mm. saying like y'all was just giving us that love so everything that we were going on a panel like i right, say when you're talking you're speaking you're pushing out so barry came from podcast in color mm-hmm. um i think she's having a meetup today too in mm-hmm. new york i think maybe um, don't get me misquoting her uh <laughs> but uh listen um she came and i just wanted to take time to tell her like do you know how important what podcasting color uh how important you are to so many black and people of color podcasts yeah, like that space you created right not just because i know she's a big fan of the read and i'm like but it, you know like i say this as just a podcaster thank you like you 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 are a hub for people yes you know they find you and they find so much more not enough people appreciate the folks that put that that put up for everybody else like you know it's very difficult to like to to compensate people for their money and time especially as a black producer we get we get expected to do what other people do with much less right um we in assist and then people turn on you people get jealous of your spotlight they get jealous of your shine why you asking quote-unquote for money when other people right. do it and they don't do this shit for free right or why you ain't pay everybody i don't have a fucking payroll i don't even pay myself right um you know things of this nature like people will turn on you so quick and 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 people elevate that shit up lift that shit up or people act like that's fair critique when a lot of times it's just shady and mean and it's not right well barry is a person that runs this platform you know um where it's really about just putting other people on you know um and fans use her hashtags hashtag potting if you've ever used that that's what a hashtag she started um so it was cool to get to meet her take a picture with her and have that moment of like just to tell her like uh you appreciate it no check to be sure i don't know because i don't i don't see the time so i don't know if how long the session is we got plenty of time okay so uh yeah i told her you know thank you you know for mm-hmm. what you do because um we like literally you brought people listeners that people don't even know you you right. brought listeners and fans in um and then uh you know uh this time like after after i found out where everybody was from how they did to get here thanked everyone for coming out Mm -hmm. some people start kind of trickling out we sat down for a bit because i was tired uh and we started talking to people at the table yes for a long time yeah and before we even started talking to people at the uh table we actually broke up and i don't know roger was on one side and i was on the other side so it was like a group full of people around roger got some questions and a group full of people around me asking me questions and like you say they asked questions i was very open and honest we talked about various different things and uh anybody that came just felt so welcoming you know it was a very loving uh atmosphere then like i said as people trickled away we actually roger was like well i'm tired let's sit down so we actually sat down and talked even more so we was at, we were there for a few hours now that was really fun yeah it was supposed to be an hour and i think we, we stayed talked. i looked at the end uh yeah. when we left and we stayed two and a half hours yeah so that i mean but it honestly went by like that fast and it wasn't just us talking like i said uh i know rashani was uh holding court a bit um i know uh 
uh we talk with bacon a bit mm-hmm. we talk with um you know uh like i said snarky delicious was giving us the details on all her stuff that she's worked on mm-hmm. and her experience um you know navigating uh like i think it was la and and people were telling us their stories of dealing with seattle people were telling us mm-hmm. how they heard the podcast for the first time mm-hmm. um you know people were asking us for tips on podcasting and stuff white people would sit one white woman just sat there and was listening she was she i think sure she was, was waiting to get her book from rashani and he never could pick out a book because he was you know talking at the same time and she so so he was like i'm sorry i never picked out a book for your exchange to send you the link or whatever and she just went it's okay i've just learned so much listening to everyone (laughs) (laughs) it was like all right you have a good one she's like god bless you people and then walks away um so uh after that we had like i think we left about two or three and i knew i had basically an hour to prepare for our live show which we only got an hour to do you guys know we can do that in our sleep i don't know how long this episode is so um we uh we go lay down uh and then come back at four right and rest and what was wonderful while roger was going around asking everybody where they were from a lot of them didn't even know they were in the same city or the same area yeah i told them like listen uh, and i really do mean this if y'all have met through us here in seattle because y'all were saying there's a very y'all don't have a lot of black population y'all don't always get to like meet up with each other and stuff i hope y'all form some lasting relationships and bonds and like don't just get up because of us but you know y'all know at least you have the podcast in, in common i hope y'all do something else together if you live in the area like you know check out go to see black panther together do mm-hmm. you know find a way to uh back to each other because you know community does matter and, and especially in places like that where the cost of living so high and it's so white and all this shit so you know we brought that up yeah and it was wonderful because while we were resting i actually seen pictures a lot of them had went to dinner i mean like lunch or dinner yeah. like after that you they could, went and got cupcakes right i was like oh uh we got some cupcakes we did um, man why can't i remember that um i cannot remember the lady's name who had the dress on mm-hmm. um uh she was cool as shit why can't don't I charge you to the heart baby was she demetria I want to mm-hmm. give somebody mm-hmm. Demetria, and I don't know which one of y'all was Demetria. She's the one with the earrings. No, that's Denise. Oh, that was Denise. Denise My- Patricia was the one that gave us the the, the, the yes. It started with a D, baby. So maybe she was Demetria. Anyway, she was cool as shit, and um, Morgan, we met uh, Morg be great. Like so. Mm-hmm. It, anyway, we just met all these people. Like I said, it's all blending together. But it really is, y'all. We um, y'all know it's out of love. We go back to the 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 hotel chill for our hour i mostly spent it researching getting everything ready figuring out what the sound set was going to be figuring out um how i was going to do the articles because they told me there's no internet inside the place so i was gonna have to do it through my phone uh to get all the articles so we get there y'all heard the live show it was lit it was so fun um we just had a great time and that by that time it's like 5 36 o'clock say our goodbyes to everybody we talked for probably another 45 minutes to an hour with everybody before we left um and then i hit up marissa uh from safety pen box Mm -hmm. and we went out and had sushi and she was good showed us around the city showed us scenic areas of the city we took pictures beautiful 
um which is also cool because you know like tim gave us a guy to downtown a little bit got to walk around but she kind of gave us a, a guy to the city yes and we got to see like where the ferries are mm-hmm. and just all this stuff and we went and had great sushi great oh, conversation for dinner delicious and we were gonna watch the walking dead but at about this time like 10 o'clock nine o'clock is an hour and a half two episode by this time it's like midnight one o'clock our time and also our plane left at seven in the morning right which meant we need to be at the, hotel, at the airport like five thirty, six at the latest mm-hmm. so uh i was like you know what this is cool we look we really enjoyed this conversation we love marissa um we had it was so weird we were getting the car and every time we got in the car her phone hooks up to her audio <laughs> yeah and it kept playing our show it was so just, roger will be talking and then the podcast would be him talk so it'll be like him double talking yeah i was like what is happening am i hearing voices in my head have i finally fucking lost it in the back of this car uh so we uh you know we go out to dinner that night and um uh, we had such a good time we did. um talking and stuff and then like i said i was tired i was like we gonna head back uh, to the hotel we go there sleep and then like i think we packed a lot of stuff at night and then we mm-hmm. got up in the morning try to figure out what we was gonna do with these cupcakes that we got from i think it was demetria pardon me if i'm getting your name wrong mm-hmm. and we was like what are we gonna do with these cupcakes i don't know you know what fuck it i'm gonna try we, to take them on the plane yeah because i don't know because from some of my, i know you can't take liquids but in my mind i was like i don't know if they're gonna scan these cupcakes and be like it's a bomb you know i don't know like tsa further check like i didn't know like it's a cupcake fucking plastic mode i don't know but we you know it got through and mm-hmm. we got them cupcakes all the way to charlotte but let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell uh, you the something. turbulence on them cupcakes let me tell you something when they made us put the cupcakes in the overhead compartment because our first class seats on the way back ain't have no under thing right they was like it's got to go in the overhead i was looking at the cupcakes like well goodbye cupcakes <laughs> you made it real you almost got back to charlotte all right be cupcakes <laughs> Man, i opened up that box when we got home it looked like cupcake mask could happen in there they were still good baby so uh but nah we still it was intact enough to eat we ate I, we ate most of them yes um and then also guys i had my headphones in on the flight back uh and people were one people were picking on karen because she had a big carolina panthers hat, uh, coat on <laughs> yes in the tsa he the man scared me to death initially the seahawks had lost so the panthers won and so they were people was mad about that kind of they was teasing karen the thing was i think if you work in security at tsa you should not be allowed to make jokes right because that man that police <laughs> uniform came up and said you guys are in the wrong line y'all need to go all the way to the furthest in the airport and i was looking at him like taking on my shoes like is this nigga serious because i'm not like what the fuck bro like what is happening like i'm black i'm always ready for some shit to go down <laughs> like is this is this they pulling my nigga card is right. this today I is the day like, did we flag were we randomly selected i was like i knew this trip went too good i knew it i had fun i talked to everybody right. like i, I, just I don't knew. ever do this again <laughs> like i knew it uh, uh marissa said these white people ain't, ain't no different all right uh, <laughs> so 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 but he was joking he was like yeah all panthers fans had to go to the end of the, and it was like oh okay all right and then he made a couple other jokes like you know you need to get her to stop being panthers fan i was like i don't know what to tell you, man <laughs> and so then and it was hilarious because in the same terminal going down another dude another dude was like how about them panthers right you know so i guess it just very he, he, no, i think he just hate the seahawks yeah, that, that, you know sometimes you live a place and you hate the team 
like that uh that african dude had the redskins hat on he did and then he was like uh the one who drove us from the lift he was like he was like i lived in dc i have i have that's why i have redskin but i am seattle seahawk uh i was like oh okay cool man you know what i mean like what what you know what can you say like you just live the area he was like wherever i go i just be a fan but i was like i know he gets shit with that hat oh you a redskin fan well you, you know all that shit yeah you know he does and and going in the airport i, was, I think that's the first time i've ever been to the airport that early in the morning mm-hmm. it was just amazing to see all the shit is open out I, I guess 24 hours they were like fuck it we just gonna be open all the time so it was like five some a.m and they were serving like chowder i was like god damn everything lit this early in the morning uh what i what was interesting when we you know do our passes and get they they print out our first class stuff the black lady that was working uh with a bag of hair was like yes she's like oh y'all going to uh charlotte oh girl first class yeah she was excited for us go ahead y'all i was (laughs) like i know we look like we don't ever do this i was like i I was like uh, you know what we don't thank you and (laughs) i I was partying too like i know girl we done made it how did they not let these niggas slide in i know she so, everybody was excited she said make sure y'all go to the priority line Honey, she wanted to be sure we didn't get mixed up in that regular ass line she was like mm, y'all go to the good line so we went to the good line and let me tell y'all something on the trip back this when the system started i walked up it was an asian lady but i walked up and was like you know standing in the line she said uh this is for priority only i said i know and she's like for um first class i said i like i had the tickets in my hand like are you gonna look at the tickets or you just gonna keep telling me i'm in the wrong line the fuck is that so then she looked she's like oh okay go go ahead through i'm like all right yeah cause we, we look like regular ass folks i mean i had on yoga pants with knee-high socks yeah i peeped that though and then um regular ass folks we look black can so then we get on the plane get ready to go on the plane <laughs> and you know when you get ready to board the plane they like group a do this mm-hmm. group a is normally like the people that's in first class, class and shit right. so we go stand up to get in line and I think this happened in, in Chicago, but I had my headphones in, but I didn't have them on. I had paused it because mm-hmm. I like I need to listen to what the instructions are. Mm-hmm. And um, this woman, I heard this woman say to everybody, guys, when she seen our black ass get in line, not before, not before, when our black ass go to group A, she goes, uh, "Are they just letting everybody board?" I was like, "Bitch!" What? And see, I didn't hear that. I heard it. Oh, okay. Like I just shot her a look. Like the fuck you talking? Like where is this coming from? stay you know um, i can't wait to see you walk past right uh but um right. yeah and was, also them two dudes that was up there loudly talking yeah dudes got on my nerves because they were they were, you yeah. know what's weird that dude was in first class too and then when we got on he was behind us when it was time to put the stuff in the compartment and i made eye contact with him and it, it got kind of this vibe like oh i didn't know i was loud talking to other first class customers like nigga anyway that shit was so whack right but um the experience was fine i didn't eat anything on the way back uh once again nervous. i was eating up a storm karen ate the uh the meal well you ate the meal that we had on the plane yeah I, yeah the meal we had on the plane was good but i think going there now going there to actually and i don't know it's because it was a straight flight because going there was hilarious wasn't this where they gave us some hot peanuts yeah they microwave peanuts yeah they microwave peanuts yeah they gave us dessert yeah they, yeah so we ate a meal today gave us desserts and then we got like a snack box yeah. i was like good so we're basically eating the whole six hours but this one on the way up there I, I you know i didn't eat anything and uh i just you know didn't feel right uh eating and i was like i'm almost home so like just i'm gonna be good and not eat a fucking thing oh that breakfast sandwich was flying it was breakfast sandwich and some yogurt and some fresh fruit and it was d de- 
delicious yeah and i didn't also i don't want to use a plain bathroom like it's so small and weird and like your knee is next to the sink if you sit down it just felt weird i was like like i pissed in there on the way up there and i was just like because it's weird i get anxiety about the weirdest fucking shit right because i'm like i had to talk to my i don't know if y'all deal with this i'm telling i'm just being completely honest y'all because maybe nobody deals with this with me or maybe no, you ain't the only one but like i'm like i have to like i have to talk myself through the stuff so i'm like i really need to pee the plain bathroom is there other people have gone yes they have so i try to flight. i try to wait till a time where there's not people in the bathroom right um and then in my mind i'm like okay i'm gonna go in there and i don't know what it looks like it like it could be a <laughs> right? walk-in closet size it could be a fucking um you know the size of a gym locker i don't know what's in there and i start thinking what's the worst thing that can happen what if i go in there and the toilet gets stuck what if i go in there and they out of tissue what if i go in there and some water get on me ah! like you know i just think about you know what if it's dirty in there what if it's nasty like shit like that this is why i said i measure success by how many shits you can take in your own house <laughs> so i think about shit like that right there's all these elements of us so i'm talking to myself as an adult like in my voice in my head is like rod you're an adult <laughs> everyone else has used the bathroom they made it out fine yeah they did everyone seems to be it's normal <laughs> no one's staring at them no you didn't hear any sounds come from inside right, nobody screamed nobody walked out covered in blue shit or anything like <laughs> everyone was fine Lim neeson is now on the plane so i think you might be all right right there's no bomb like just right? just go in the bathroom urinate you'll be it's whatever they have in there is designed for people to do this you know so i had to go in there and take that piss and shit no oh well i just pissed but i went in there and pissed it was like and then like as i'm pissed i'm like why was i so worried about this this is stupid i'm an adult everyone does this urination is a natural factor of everyone's uh bodies well you know you were on a plane for six hours Uh this is a reasonable place to right and you've been drinking the whole time it's so it's just i don't like i said i'm telling y'all this uh because i know y'all won't tell anybody else but (laughs) uh but so so anyway but on the way back i was back to the same like i don't want to use this bathroom i don't want to do anything i don't want to have to do so you know i just drank the ginger ale or whatever pissed we were in chicago for 45 minutes longest landing ever oh my god i felt like we yes. were landing for 20 minutes man chicago yes. big. i don't know if that was all chicago well, maybe that was joy let or whatever maybe that was a, a wing but goddamn we landed and i was like did we get stuck in five o'clock airplane traffic because goddamn we've been riding 15 minutes to get to the airport and we were flying so low you could like see people in cars and shit and i right. looked out the window i turned to all those white people i said oh my god look at all that black on black crime and oh lord <laughs> i shot a couple niggas when we landed i just like i'm like we <laughs> in chicago you know <laughs> what the hell is wrong with when you? in rome right <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> and uh you're so stupid oh <laughs> uh, and also it was funny too when we was at i don't i think you may have had your your headphones in mm. but when we was on the plane it was funny though because uh, most of the time, uh, I think we may have been like the only black folks in first class on all our flights. Mm-hmm. We were. And, uh, it was hilarious though because you could see the white people looking down at us like, because our seats was like right behind the pilot. Yeah. So when people go to the bathroom, people could like look down there at us. So you could tell people looking at it like, mm-hmm. and it was one brother. He looked so confused looking down at us. You didn't I know. see him. I don't know. Oh, what you was saw that brother? Oh, yeah. he looked. I thought he knew me or something. I was like, why he keep looking over here so hard? He looked like, 
can't believe y'all made it all the way up here see i just thought honestly that he had to use the bathroom because he he it was someone in the bathroom when he walked up there and he had to wait on him to come out so i just figured that he was probably like me like he's probably talking to himself he, leon, he may leon, have been leon you're gonna go in here and you're it's gonna, gonna be the bathroom right. you're gonna stand up nothing else is gonna happen nothing strange it's all right yeah so we um but nah man the flights were cool my mom came picked us up from the airport uh one thing we did i well i'm getting used to now it's our second time but apparently if you go first class you get your bags first too yeah which the- means they could get everybody bags out faster i'm just saying but anyway Mm-mm. we got our bags it was first like too. you paid extra money then because it would happen but i'm just saying that means they can get all the brokies all the regulars Bag. they could get everybody bags out it ain't if like they want it to yeah right. it's not like my bag came our bag came with a like a faster rocket on the back like we all came on the same plane they know what they doing come on when you gotta sit up there and wait two hours to get your fucking bag they know they could have did better anyway my point <laughs> being my point being uh we got the bags and then um and you know we had bought a couple of trinkets and stuff we got a um we got a uh ornament for our tree yes a little mini tree we have here um which reminds me we need to take our christmas pictures so we can put it on the cards for everybody yes anyway um we uh we did all that stuff man and uh got in the got home talked to my mom about it got to the house and that was it we were so and by the way i was so sprung on that motherfucking den typhoon we went and found a dim song place in charlotte it ain't the same it ain't ain't the the same same. Mm -mm. it ain't the same but that's how much i was just Mm -hmm. so um envious of y'all's den typhoon yeah yeah it, it ain't the same it was it was good it was a good stuff too it, it, but it, it ain't the same no it's about like uh we ever go to miami again i want to go to little havana right because we had cuban food here it ain't the same it ain't the same y'all ain't the same. I, I don't know it, <laughs> i mean i was like mm, just mm, this ain't no good cafe con leche i was like boo no boo. offense no offense to our local cuisine yeah boo. just wasn't the same it wasn't i guess we ain't met the, the right people that's like authentic authentic and right. it just was not uh the same and shout out to jose he got uh, me a uh, mr coffee and stuff like that so i was able to kind of do it like that it's still like the same because i ain't got real good at it yet mm-hmm. but it is still uh, uh an experience at least we got some like i said we're gonna start branching out and seeing if some of these places are here in charlotte which i guarantee they are we just ain't found the right place yet yep so i think that's everything i think that's everything i don't know how long this fucking episode is but now you guys know that's uh how PyCon was it meant the world to me to meet everybody to see everybody um those who have been listening to the show for a long time you know getting to meet with shiny face to face was uh definitely a huge uh thing for me yes uh, getting to talk to him and stuff yes yeah like we had uh like conflict a long time ago and i think people really went uh so far with it to you know it takes on a life of his own and we've since made up and everybody's been cool we've been on each other's shows all this shit but it's something like i said i feel old school it's something about seeing somebody looking them dead in their face and letting them know like look man we are cool i need you to know we cool i need you know like you know it's still something different when you tell somebody like yo this is important that you hear i'm glad you hear um you know i don't want to live in anger i don't want to let i don't i I definitely don't want to do anything to impress people on the internet with like you don't like that person i don't like that person shit like that you know i feel the same way i felt when during the firestarter thing like when we got to meet tone in dc yes that was important to me because like you know the internet will consume you it'll let people fight they like to see these fights they they like to see what 
you know they like to see people show out for company and they don't value you after that Mm -hmm. like you just some entertainment to them right they just want to consume you and that makes a a big difference and so that made it that meant a lot to me uh meeting bacon meant a lot to me Mm -hmm. we've listened i've listened to her uh to their podcast um unreasonable fridays yeah them and Aaron. but Um, yeah but uh yeah i've listened to to them to to them um also the um like snarky licious we talk back and forth on twitter all the time um you know and our friends you know they're so beautiful they're so funny they're so engaging like if i will be it is an honor to see what the people who listen to us like to see their them and their energy yeah because that is a representation of you and i know a lot of people that do shows and do media that they really can't meet their fans or don't want to because their fans are mean they're nasty they're you know like they they if if the show is kind of about like being mean to people then that's what your fans are going to kind of be about if the show's about mocking a bunch of people that's just show that's what your fans are going to be about our fans are such ambassadors yes they are like when i say people will come strangers are coming up to us they weren't coming up to us because it's rod and karen Karen. they were coming up to us because they seen how other people felt about us right and And they seen how other people were treated about from us and they seen how we treat like if some white person came over or something or somebody you know you know like the dude who just want to ask about a podcast you know nobody was rude to this person or anything Mm-mm. like that it was like okay cool what's what's going on with you what are you about right um like i said it's just an honor it's super humbling is uh i still you know love being home you know i ain't gonna lie as soon as i got home i was like oh I'll take my bra off get these pants out nah. and just chill you know <laughs> that's like, real honey that's real you talking about metaphorically and i take them off for real but but, I, but um, like it was you know i still love being home but like our fans really do give us a home away from home wherever we go yes and i think the the out of everything we did uh that weekend the most joy that i have and i probably will forever have it and it started when we did NegroCon in dc was to see the fans when we do live shows because you know me and roger we do this all the time but to look out and see fans who actually see us on spreecast some of them on crowd i mean crowdcast some of them on spreecast some of y'all go all the way back to vocal you know y'all been seeing us across the internet for years and y'all been listening to us for years but to come and to actually sing along with us, see our facial reactions, for us to look out and see the joy when y'all hear stuff you're familiar with and, and, and like you said, it's like a live chat room and it was just wonderful to see the, their joy and their happiness just to be, um, with us as we take them on the journey. Like that, that's priceless. Well, to people me. have made it very rewarding to step outside of my comfort zone. Like, all this stuff is outside my comfort zone you know like i don't mind creating and working hard and stuff and i enjoy what we do for a living but i mean i was a dude in a cubicle not that long ago you know not talking to my co-workers trying to get by in the most um inauspicious way possible just trying to fit in in a place where i really didn't feel like i belonged um you know my whole life my parents would you know be like it's okay to be creative but also have a backup plan and your backup plan was your 40 hour week job or whatever and go to college and you know you do these things that people tell you to do because they 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 want to protect you especially as a black person these are things that we tell our children to protect them because we want to give them a safety net because 
one wrong step for a black person and you can end up incarcerated you can end up dead you can end up homeless um, all kinds of things mm-hmm. right so um these these moments that uh i get to step outside and uh meet people and uh be accepted by people uh and let them know to return that back like this isn't an act this isn't some shit that we just say because it sounds cool and then when you meet people you like oh i can sense the fucking phoniness on this nigga i hate this nigga you know like you can sense that with certain folks like it's not an act you know Mm -hmm. like i do want to see people i do want to see people succeed i do root for people i do love that i show as a hub for people of different types of race religion creed gender orientation Mm -hmm. everything to kind of come together and be supported by each other like a place where you don't have to like worry like am i gonna show up and they're gonna ostracize me is it gonna be different for me because i'm not in the chat room every day is it gonna be different for me because i'm an introvert is it gonna be different for me because i'm white like i like that we have a place where it's like come in enjoy the party enjoy the vibe and 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 vice versa like they have made y'all have made that possible for me too so uh yes it's empowering um but it's reaffirming like we doing the right thing we on the right path we talk about the right things we 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 you know people are able to watch us grow watch us change and vice versa they're able to grow and change along with us um we're able to challenge people we're able to talk about difficult topics we're able to still laugh um and all that stuff without like you know fighting and ostracizing each other kicking people out of blackness and trying to take people down or turning the show into just some nasty ass like ah fuck this person fuck that person every day all day thing like it's we're able to kind of just be human and let other people be human in return and i think that is such an achievement but it's it's a testament more to the fans than it is even to us you know you just never know who's receiving your message and when we every time we've gone out it has been affirmed like oh these are good people like these like we like we like i i told elon james this a long time ago he was asking about the show and he said don't you want the most listeners possible and i told him no, no. and uh he was and he was like well doesn't wouldn't everybody i said not me and i said and i mean this i don't want all the listeners i only want the cool ones and that stuff like this i'm like it's working we right. got the cool ones like they we might not have the most people in this room but we got all the fucking cool people in this room right you know so that that uh, like i said man thank y'all so much uh this is the greatest christmas present we can have is meeting people and and really getting to, to know that we on the right path we doing the right things and you know like as as the insecurities and things and the challenges i've lived with in my life the things that i think about in my head all the time the anxiety it's all worth it for these moments like yeah i you know felt like i was gonna throw up that morning sat there and talked to people for two and a half hours minutes later you know what i'm saying like that that you know i couldn't just say that for everything or everybody so thank y'all so much yeah thank you and something else and i told them that that i I told them this there and i may have said this on the show before you guys come to us as an escape and we do the podcast as as an escape so we are all running to the same spot as in the promised land yeah to actually to the promised land for an escape (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for reality uh, from reality and uh that means you know the world uh to us and you know you guys are the reason why um 
we got on Spotify. You know, you guys are the reason why Podomatic actually suggested us to Spotify because, you know, we're, we're normally, you know, top one to three consistently on their uh, comedy and all their podcasts they do. Yeah. And that's not us, that's you. You know, you guys are the reason that we even got on the radio for PodCon. All, all this right. is you guys. Like, If it hadn't have been for NegroCon, I don't know if we would have got PodCon. I don't know how they heard of us, but, you know, if they thought to themselves, look, we want a podcast with a black audience that show the people that show up, then, then I'm sure that, you know, NegroCon couldn't have hurt. All them pictures and stuff like, oh, these people are doing live shows and people are coming out to see them. That's, that's the fans doing that, you know, like, these you know these things that i didn't think were possible i believe in now because of them like because of y'all because of y'all um that's not our doing a lot of people do a podcast a lot of people create content everybody ain't listening everybody ain't showing up and your tribe your flock your crew your people those are who that's who you don't get to control who those people are but it's been like i said it's just affirming and we and we thank you guys um Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll be back tomorrow uh for just a regular ass show maybe uh walking dead recap monday or something i don't know but we'll be back um tomorrow uh and uh thank you so much guys for listening uh thank y'all so for just existing and uh like i said loving us back and i'll get you guys that audio as soon as i do because i think y'all are gonna really enjoy the panels and some of our points we made and hopefully the same thing that happened on those panels will happen if i put the audio up you guys will get introduced to some podcasts and go oh i hadn't heard of them i won't check them out now so all right that's it that was seattle that was everything um felt like karen was never on camera i don't know what happened uh i don't know my computer was like you know we're gonna reboot and we're gonna give you all the updates we 45 minute up 45 percentage updating y'all this like we're gonna start several times so about the past hour and a half my computer been like oh oh, let's reboot yeah if you're in the chat all you've been saying is me but anyway we'll be back tomorrow until then uh i love you i love you too